Boom. Oh my motherfucker. <laughs> like Jesus <laughs> Fucking hell. You're not ready? I know all I I was on it when he went to three, but like a normal human being, I hear a rhythm and I follow the rhythm. <laughs> Nah, I'm used to Jameson. He's, he he keeps you on your toes. And that's, that's the problem, because lately he's been a good, good, uh, tempoed nah. boy. Yeah, and then, you know, like Joe just said, keep you on your toes. Like, yeah, I keep my tempo sometimes, and then I don't. He's a maniac, mate. I'm staccato, mate. Full staccato, always. That's not what that means. <laughs> I, know, I know, I fucked it up. I've only been up for like 90 minutes. What's like, worse, too, is that this is, uh, you fucking edit this out, so like, no one else is going to hear mean, these Whatever, I'm, I'm, it's early, goddammit. <laughs> it's not what that means. <laughs> you, whatever. That's one of my favorite things, is someone saying that aggressively. <laughs> You don't know, yeah. That's, that's, that's not even what, what that means. You're using it, it wrong. <laughs> Theo is fed up. He was using this as a, Good. Na- as a nap space. And I'm now, fuck off. There's a lot of ruck. Fuck off! He unflinched. Jesus. He unflinchingly Aww. remained there. Be nice to Theo. Yeah, he's he's, he's the, used to you yelling while you're sitting here. Theo's the best he's boy. Used to, He's, he, I don't know if he can fully sleep in here anymore because I have slammed my desk in the past. Did you, like, yeah. when you broke your mouse, did he, like, do the thing where he went from just sleeping to somehow he was, like, clawing onto the ceiling and, like, in full <laughs> shackles raised and everything? Yeah, he, pretty much. Well, he yeah, smashed he, your mouse. I have done that in PUBG before. And uh, <laughs> not the time I smashed my mouse, but he, uh, he full on uh, was beside me and then not... Uh, a full second later, he was out of the room. <laughs> and it was like the mad Scooby-Doo scramble where it's like... <laughs> Polish floor. Yeah, where he's, where he's in the same spot. That he... <laughs> That's a great image. I like that a lot. Poor dogs not understanding <laughs> game rage. Get with it, Theo. It's gonna be good. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> Oh, so good. Yeah, it's ready to uh, talk about them games. <laughs> them games, yes. <laughs> Banana bread. Well, I'm sticking oh. by staccato being accurate. It's here, not. Okay. De- here's the definition. <clears throat> Short, abrupt, bursted sounds. Each sound or note sharply detached or separated from the others. What? Prove me that's... Tell, fucking prove me wrong that that's One exactly and a two and a three to go. That's that not... is no no bullshit. It's just off rhythm. I have a PhD in music studies. I know. Wow. Oh my god. You yeah. do not. Did you go to college, Jameson? For one semester, ah. less than one semester. I did like eight weeks, and then I was like, "This is the worst fucking thing I've ever done in my what life." Were you, what were you gonna this. study? Nothing. Oh. Wait. I had no plans. <laughs> Everyone was like, you should go to university. And I'm like, all right, what's it like? And then it's like, oh, it's just like high school. Everyone's fucking wasting my time. I'm out of here. See you, nerds. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I left. Big mood. <laughs> it was a huge waste of time. Oh, whoa. James, I'm doing this race where everyone was glitching mm-hmm. out. Yeah, what was up with that? Everyone's stuck. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. What is it wrong with your AI? Oh, oh sure. Oh, wait, let me, I'll grab a screenshot in a second. Joe sent me a thing this morning oh, that fuck, said I finished. He, 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 half of the AI in his race didn't even finish. And what was the time between first and second was a minute and 15 seconds. Yeah. And then it was like four minutes, 
six minutes, nine minutes, eleven minutes, sixteen minutes, and then the rest of them didn't even finish. Mm. Yeah, I should turn your difficulty up one notch and see if it like re-downloads all the AI because it. Yeah, there was a jump in this one. I jump onto some like uh, what you call them cargo containers, and they just didn't make it. They were just like stuck at the bottom. Weird. (laughs) Something is wrong. Well, that's really strange. That's a win for me, boys. Forza Horizon 4, by the way, just uh, for for your information. Yes. Uh, I won't be talking about it after that. Ben, take us away. <clears throat> take us away. None of this is being cut out, by the way. I don't no, edit these podcasts no, anymore. No, no, I just no, noise gate no. them and ship it. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do the formal intro part of it now, though, just for semantics. Wow. Really? Yeah, do it. We should really get a song. We should get music. We should get a music. A small that little plays jingle. Five minutes into the yeah. Into everyone this, has a jingle. Why don't we have a jingle? I should buy a guitar. <laughs> yeah, you buy a guitar. I'll compose it. As I said, PhD in music. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Most jingles aren't guitars. It's like like synth. No, I'm bringing it's it back. I, f- there's a podcast I just... Uh, <laughs> there's there's a local podcast uh, f- that's recorded near me where they got Real somebody organic. to write an original song for the podcast and then they play that song through their phone into the microphone at the start oh, of every podcast wow. and they one take they one take the podcast. Oh. Well, I don't think it's that's uncommon. Every... Lots of people one take the podcast, but well, no editing take. is... No, it's not. It's like, it's <laughs> just they have... They're all around what I can only imagine is a snowball. And nice. it's two boys and, and they bring a guest on, a local celebrity. This is your wrestling podcast, right? This is my wrestling. <laughs> no, God, rest in peace. But uh, it, uh, yeah, People and so, are the, what? Amateurs. Yeah, the first amateurs everywhere. I like. I, I want to message them, being like, boys, I can boys, please, like, yeah, <laughs> please. please, like, I can, I like, just send me the song that you play on your phone, and I will edit it into the start, so this doesn't say. But it, it's just, it's our, it's my people's way that they just would not change it, and they would want it. To We're gonna that. do that from now on. I'll, uh, I'll, my, my musical composition will be recorded onto a phone, and then I'll play it into the microphone. Better, <laughs> better yet, cut, like. The bullshit intro part of this, and then play that through your phone into the microphone before we can go into the video. Like, all right, we're here. The whole podcast what? through a yeah. phone into a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, rec- I'll play, how about I play the, the theme music live every time through GarageBand on my iPad yes. with my mic off to the side? Mm. That should do, right? Play yes. it off your iPad, record it yeah. on your phone, and then take the recorded... A, yes. like a recorded and version from your phone and then play the that in the microphone. Into a rock yeah. band microphone. <laughs> oh, now we're talking. No, 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 no. Oh god. Oh, uh, fu- oh no. It's not gonna matter. We're doing audacity. I was gonna switch to my fucking webcam mic <laughs> or my headset oh, no. mic. Like, we uh, <laughs> and you- I'll just put my mic like up, like over here, like that. Oh god. That yeah. Okay, right, guys. That's pretty much how that the, just- the local podcast sounds. Yeah, that sounds all right. Where you go? Hey guys, I love video games. Um, he left the room. You- I think. You sound like you're in your living room, hey, but it sounds like you also have a family and there's no rooms for you to have games exactly. in. <laughs> so exactly. That's exactly my situation here. You're in yeah, the shed. Was, yeah. Oh. You're <laughs> in the shed. We, when Sarah and I were I house, when Sarah and I were house hunting, we went and saw a house that, like, she was full on expecting me to go do all my bullshit in the fully insulated garage detached That'd from the awesome. house. I know. 
I was kind of like put baffling in there and yeah. I was like, I had no intentions of parking a car in there. I was just gonna like no. seal up that garage door real nice, or if not, use it for a nice open. Who parks space. their car in the garage? Jesus, psycho murderers. Welcome <laughs> to the Defend the House podcast, episode seven. Seven. Really got to stop going for it. I got to stop going for it if I don't know. But I appreciate <laughs> oh, your boys. God, I just choked on water. <laughs> We're just gonna roll with it. We're gonna roll with it. Uh, Sorry. Uh, continue. Episode seven. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about games. Um, Innovators over here. Theoretically. Innovative. Yeah. We're one of the only podcasts. We're one of the only podcasts. <laughs> we're all in our mid-20s, so we have a podcast. <laughs> There's only a handful of podcasts out there. Yeah. And they were dumb enough to give us one. Um, before we get started. <laughs> <Give them out. laughs> the, the podcast licensing bureau is like not Oof. easy to get Oof. in touch with. Like yeah. We had to work. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. They, I don't know. The yeah. podcast title, Don't Come Easy. Yeah, no, but yeah, they, we, they, we know a guy. I mean, if, if us if us three idiots can get one, I mean, well, yeah. Um, before we get going, I want to else. uh give uh I want to give a thank you to anyone who's listening who uh tuned into any of my streams uh while Joe was on holiday. Hmm. Um, it was a long week. Um, big gaps, but I appreciate everybody uh, who came out for uh, for the streams uh despite Joe's absence. Uh, meant a lot. And uh, you're welcome. It felt thanks, Jameson. Thank you, Jameson. I came to one. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you, I Joe. Thank you, Joe's family. Joe almost doxed. One. Yeah, Joe almost doxed himself because he was using his private account in the comments. Oh yeah, oh, right. that's, that's locked up. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm ready. I was like, I saw you come in there, and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But was, I had yeah, a few it beers. Was, it was. Yeah, I have no doubt. It was like ten o'clock my time. So. Oh yeah, I was drinking wine. Oof. It was a right mess. Oof. The marbles were good. Um, that was. That was like on Friday when it was like, yeah, 10 p.m. for me, and Ben was still up angrily streaming super hot. I was pretty drunk. I was drinking whiskey, hot. and I almost Woo. messaged him saying, let's play PUBG. <gasps> no. I was, I was drunk playing super hot. and it real uh, bad. Yeah. We would have both broken mice that night. Mm-hmm. I was getting mad at super hot, which I'll talk about more <laughs> later. Yeah. But it... Uh... Oh, God, I set you up for a transition. Oh. Let's talk about Super oh, Hot. So, no, Super no, Hot. No. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a nightmare. Let's let's go. <laughs> I'm talking about Super Hot. <laughs> no. Well, fuck. No, no, no. Okay, fuck. The, ah! the, the, the teeter-totter of what to talk about is now on a perfectly level playing field, and I don't mm. know where to start now. Just talk about Super Hot. Yeah, so, go into your secret I game. Was, no, not secret game. No, your yeah, talk, allocated game. Um... So super hot right, was super really hot. really good until I, go. until I until they they uh, gave you the ability to switch between characters. Well, that's optional though. I I, I forgot to use it at times. <clears throat> it felt like I I I'll I'll, tr- I'll try and go back to it, but I was really starting to struggle with the mechanic because it it felt necessary to use that mechanic. I think it is at times, yeah. And so I was getting frustrated because it no longer felt like I had the ability to be cool. Like, I had <laughs> a hard enough time being cool as it is. Here's how you be cool with a hot swap. Yeah. You look at your victim, you throw your fucking gun at them, and you hot swap to them, and then grab your gun out of the air and keep shredding. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I would usually just <laughs> use my gun to its completion. And Did then... you play it anymore after your drunken rage night with it? I did not. Okay, <laughs> I didn't think so. Pretty fed up. <laughs> um, but no, it's like, yeah, it it feels really good. It feels really cool. I a lot of that side stuff is pretty neat. Um, 
Or like the ARG type stuff in the menus and all that bullshit, but Did you play fine. Tree Dude? No, what? Did you play Tree Dude? What's that? No. I didn't get that far. It was one of the mini games hidden in the menus. It was pretty funny. Eh, no. Yeah. Uh, it's not even a mini game. It's like its own game. It's but it's all like ASCII art. So it was so yeah, <laughs> super hot was cool until I had to do that, and that's why I just got mad. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> it was very entertaining to watch. Yeah, no doubt. I would uh be inclined to go back and and play some of the like the the was it like a roguelite yeah. mode? Oh, that's a different game actually. Super yeah. Hot. I think that's doing beta? I I rewind. I super hot rewind. Yeah, I have super hot control delete, something like that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't I haven't kept up on that. I should I should boot that up again. I haven't touched it since last year, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Superhot was was to be completely honest. Mind control delete. Sorry. Superhot was like fully made. Actually, it wasn't fully made for this purpose, but it should have been. It it, it was just made to be played in VR. Yeah. It may be the first game I played which has a VR counterpoint, which is like so superior to mm-hmm. the normal version. Because I know you've I had some that. very mild VR <laughs> encounters, Ben. So if you can kind of try mm-hmm. to imagine being yeah. the guy and slowly moving your body to make time move and grabbing guns in the air, oof. Mm-hmm. If it was good. Super hot VR is fucking hard, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I was playing some today just because... So much harder. But I itched to play VR, and I don't really know what to play. So I just kind of mm-hmm. went back to what I know. And I was trying to beat... There's an endless mode, and there's like a, a yeah. target. Like, try and get to this number, like 60. And it's hard. And it's exhausting. Yeah, super hot VR is a lot harder than normal VR. Yeah. Uh, but it counts as exercise, so that's to. good. Yeah, you have to do your squats. There's a lot of squats. A lot of squatting, there. yeah. There's a yeah. I I just like super hot in all forms. So I do. <laughs> I remember when two D or VR we reviewed it, Jameson. I think yeah. I said the mechanic was fantastic, but I just found I remember thinking the levels of super hot weren't uh, as creative as they could have been to use the mechanic in an interesting way, and I just thought the levels were a bit like eh, just kind of in a room, and then you kill everyone. I remember there was one level where you're on a train, and I was like, wow, this is exciting and interesting. Mm. I just didn't, didn't yeah. really think they used the uh, the level design to complement your ability to use it. They've definitely gotten better at making their levels, I would say. Like, the super, the VR levels are much more, a little more cinematic, a little more set PC. Yeah. Uh, I think they're doing another one. I, I mean, I'm sure oh, they're yeah. going to make more super hot. Because uh, super hot is short. It's like three yeah, hours, yeah. four hours? And that was their first project like as a as a group mm-hmm. as a studio or whatever so i have to imagine they'll make more it was pretty successful i think okay mm-hmm. well ben you gotta rate your games don't you rate your games in this segment gonna give it a super hot a uh you have to be very careful with this rating by the way an ice just... uh cold clean firm <laughs> oh. 10 out of 14 <laughs> oh Ooh, interesting that's pretty mm-hmm. good Mm. That's pretty so, good. So a five out of seven. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. No. Or a you can't go below an eight. Ben knows the rules. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, you're right. You can't go <laughs> below um, an eight. What have you appointed me next? We have a new game for you, Ben, and you got lucky because <laughs> I opened up the humble bundle today, my little monthly thing, and I I got something that I already have, and I'm like, oof, who am I gonna gonna give this code to? So not you, me <laughs> yeah you you owning a, a dumb amount of games and then having humble bundle is the gift that keeps on giving because it then turns into content like that's regardless. why i don't pay for humble bundle because every time i see yeah. a bundle i'm like i own every one of yeah. these games already i'll do something with the cuz one day but something i got today is one of my favorite games of last year 
the year before. The year before, and that is okay. Hitman 2016, oh, cool. which I think will be a really good game for you to play because it's very flexible. Is it the uh, like the full edition? Yes, all five Fuck episodes. Fuck me. The whole Hell series. Hell yeah. I'll take that, boy. And Hitman is sick, and it's very... <laughs> Hitman is very good. The best thing about Hitman is you could play it for two hours, or you could play it for 200 hours. It's essentially a sandbox. There is no campaign. Well, maybe there's some underlying story stuff, but I ignored all of it. And I think you can just like play any episode in any order, find a level you like, and just experiment with different ways to fuck people up. Sick. It's good. It's good stuff. I look forward I did, to the second one coming out for Hitman 2. Yeah, you know, Hitman 2 in November. I had a reasonably fun time doing some stealth stuff in Metal Gear Solid 5. Shout out to Metal Gear Solid yeah. 5. And so <laughs> this could, uh, yeah, this would be this could be interesting. It's fun. Like, you can figure stuff out on your own, or you there is a tab which kind of tells you all the creative ways in the level if you want to kind of lead yourself in a direction. And then you can just save scum until you get it right. Or not. Oh, yeah. It's, very, it's like a great sandbox game. And more Absolutely. people should have played it. People were so mean to that game because it was episodic. The episodic stuff was my was a very good part of Hitman. Yeah, and it's I'm a little sad that it's they're not doing it again. Though I completely understand, you know. I think it was like during a time playing. where people were just like fed up with practices in the AAA market, and people saw it as a greedy technique. And I can understand yeah, that perspective are, until you play it, and you're yeah. like, oh, it's five levels which all kind of play in the same way. So getting them yeah. all at once is like a lot of the same content. But if you kind of... Well, actually, and they did good stuff with like, not just putting the episodes out at a good pace, but like, you know, they had all their targets, like elusive targets, and they were constantly doing like little updates and new things to do with each episode. Like they really used their each environment thoroughly mm. before they put out the next one. Yeah, and, uh, It's a little disappointing that they're not doing that with two, but they are doing like all the elusive target stuff and they are bringing all of hitman <clears throat> excuse me all of the hitman one stuff is actually going to be playable in hitman 2 if you own it yeah, already cool Sweet. Uh, and they're updating the sandbox so the hitman 2 sandbox is being applied to the hitman one game nice all those levels yeah and they are still doing like dlc packs so we will get a little bit of that monthly a little bit but uh having it i'm curious how i play hitman 2 yes i want to uh, play hitman having, 2 more Having all of the stuff out on day one will be interesting. I'm curious how it affects playstyle. Yeah, uh, I love I love that game. Yeah, yeah, I wish I had messed around with it more than I did, but it was still really good. I did a, really good I did a couple of experimental runs. I remember like yeah. looking through the challenges, and it was like kill the general with, with a toilet. I was like, I gotta figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. In yeah, that game yeah, there's some good stuff. That I yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's your Can't game, wait. Ben. Hell yeah. That's a good game. And, um, so how do you guys, like, so yeah, is there a random aspect to it, or do you guys just debrief? Fuck. What? Is there a random aspect to it, or do you guys just debrief about the games that you guys select for me? Uh, we make the decision about five minutes before we join the first <laughs> channel. We, we do have, like, a general list Yeah. Yeah. of things that, like, we know you didn't play. List, right. And then we kind of, we try to pick things that make, don't force you to buy stuff. Like, mm-hmm. we looked at Game Pass. And then I have humble codes, and we're just kind of yeah, doing it month at a time. Mm-hmm. Mostly making it okay. up. Uh, like everything with Defend the House, we're just making it up as we mm-hmm. go. Yeah. yeah, but in a professional manner. Absolutely. Yeah, well, as professional. Professional you know. chaos. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Um. Please, uh, please, please tell us what your secret game is. Yeah, so let's be like, playing some secret games. 
I have Again, like a, I love it. Kind of a bigger one, um, and then kind of a smaller one. Uh, the bigger one, I didn't play it uh, to the extent that I played Spider Man, mm-hmm. um, but uh, got a little bit deep into God of War. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, which is probably not a big surprise, but that's where uh, yeah, that's where I went after the fact. Um, Wait, boy, is howdy! You, is that the one you played what? a lot of, or the one you didn't play a lot of? That's the one I did play a lot of. Oh, okay, cool. Boy, howdy, is it hard going from Spider-Man's combat to God of War's combat <laughs> with no pre like previous knowledge of how God of War's combat is, is set up. Oh, it's pretty separate Hol- from the rest of the God of War series. Yeah, like, holy fuck, does it feel heavy and yeah. <laughs> cumbersome. Yeah. And, uh, God of War's combat is so good, and Spider-Man's was not <gasps> you're <laughs> holy fuck yeah ben hasn't heard you're, the talk yet. <laughs> yeah 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 you're out of your fucking mind but anyway um uh yeah it's it's how far are you without being too spoilery uh jeez i don't even know how to really explain how far it's a I long am. game how many hours would you say you played i would say that i have eclipsed 10 hours okay so you've gotten to like to the to the big lake and things have opened up oh absolutely yeah Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah. There's like side quests that you can do and Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. good. Um so I uh yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's Ooh. like it's it's everything everyone's pretty much said. Just struggling a bit with the combat, but uh, I'm looking forward to to knocking it down completely. I mean, if you if you want to, you could always go too easy. Everyone you just don't have to tell anyone. <laughs> I've considered it. Like, I, like it's just, um, yeah, it's it, it is really it's it's difficult. Yeah, going from like when it's a, a game that involves hand to hand combat more than anything, I uh, it is a it, it's it's a, a large rather severe just juxtaposition compared to Spider Man's uh, uh, ease. You could say uh, I found the combat in Spider Man once it got very easy after a while and yeah, still, still stayed so. rewarding. And so while I fully feel that God of War has very rewarding combat, I, uh, yeah, I'm just having a tough time really getting things, uh, nailing them completely. Yeah, so. there's a lot of ways to approach the combat in God of War. Mm-hmm. A lot of variety. Yeah. yeah, you have to sort of figure out what you like, how you like to play it, because that combat system is a lot deeper than I, maybe, not not how it seems, because it seems pretty deep right out of the out of the gate mm-hmm. but like going into it i was like i mean there's skills in that game that uh change your stance mm-hmm. like yeah i didn't touch uh, that stuff i was i was not expecting that uh interesting it took i mean i liked the feel of it immediately uh but then it took you know a few hours to click for me mm-hmm. uh but I definitely clicked sooner than it's clicked for you i would say yeah like i play i was i played around with the sensitivities a bit <laughs> and but uh, yeah, I think I'm on the right path. I just got to keep chugging away at it. Cool. Um, my other. Do you guys want to talk about Spider-Man at all now before I go to my next game? Sure, we can do the Spider-Man talk if you want. Yeah, we'll do it real quick, just to see where. So, uh, just based on, through the through the grapevine, I'd heard that uh, Jameson had some qualms with it. But Joe, perhaps you liked it more than Jameson did. Um, yeah i'd say that summarizes it well i think the only thing jameson had a problem with was the combat which i yeah. you, you you said you had a bit of a tricky time getting to grips of it well yeah i don't really like the combat all that much yeah um, and i i love the combat yeah i thought i like 
again, I <laughs> I was playing a little yesterday uh, to capture for the review. And I, you know, it's been long enough now that I've forgotten the controls again. Yeah. <laughs> so I was re-experiencing the exact same issues I had playing it through the first time, which is, uh, as I said in the review, I played a lot of the Batman Arkham games and the controls are just slightly different in Spider-Man. And I still haven't unlearned the, that. Jesus, uh, I was man. able to like overcome it just enough for like the last, I don't know, eight hours of spider-man 10 hours of spider-man um but now that i haven't played spider-man much for a couple weeks that that learning is gone again and i <laughs> every time i got into combat yesterday i was hitting triangle to dodge and i was getting killed constantly that's such an and arkham boy <laughs> yeah what i played arkham a lot boy. of the arkham games yeah i remember uh, seeing the y prompt to dodge like over yes guys heads all the time christ move on yeah. jameson bloody hell we're yeah, stuck in the past it. it's not your it's, it's not your golden age of gaming again okay we're into this new <laughs> age all right it's my name's like Taven. the brain is like failing to forget things i haven't even touched a, a batman game since arkham knight you know which was like three years ago there but i just any. no i know that's what i mean but i haven't like gone back to them or anything oh, it's just okay. weird that i i failed to yeah, I never had the combat in that game click. Interesting. Me, which was unfortunate, mm. yeah. Uh, I had, yeah, pretty much the opposite experience. After about yeah. two hours in, I was finding it really fluid. And I was in yeah. a Jameson mm. like, by the end of the game, except for the Sable outpost, I was pretty much feeling like I could take down outposts without getting hit a single time. Those Sable yeah, outposts became like pretty big motherfuckers. Yeah, that's what, that's what I said. I was like, they are the only time where I got frustrated at the game. Because yeah. they, they look too similar. Yeah. Like, I would take some of the armor off of some of the chaps running around, which means you can just punch them normally. And yeah. then I'd lose track of them, and I would try punching a fully armored guy. Then he'd hit me with his little laser stick, and I'd be like, fuck! I yeah. swear. There's just, there was too many of them. Like, there was just too many of them at, at once. And, yeah, and a lot of projectiles. Do, and, yeah, it forced you to do. Like, the flying guys were annoying. And then even the little, like, cr the Sable Crimes. Like, they were just in such small intersections where it's like, holy fuck, there's a lot going on down here on this street in this small yeah. area. And it just got, got a little I bit. I wish they had pissed off because uh, there's a story moment where it essentially near the end. Yeah. Where, you yeah. know, the sable lady's like, all right, I'm out of here. And I was hoping like, yes, they're gone. And then she, and then and she full on says like, I'm leaving, but the sable posts are staying. It's, it's like, like, oh, fuck off. Fuck. <laughs> but I think they were trying to insinuate the sable guys had gone a bit rogue. And they were like, yeah, maybe, when you finish yeah. some of the outposts, they were like, ah, thank you. These guys have gone off of their directions and they're going nuts and locking yeah. up civilians. Yeah. Yeah, it took me probably 10 hours before the combat wasn't infuriating me in wow. Spider-Man. And, and I was at a point where I was like, okay, I, I've more or less figured it out. Yeah. See, if that uh, pretty much occurred for me at that first, um, the first hideout, the first Fisk hideout. Yeah, I, I, that's, I'd agree. Zone. Yeah. And they give you the five waves, and that's when I was kind of like, okay, I need to start. Let me try using the systems. And then once I got into using the systems and mm -hmm. maybe using a gadget or two, that's when I was like, oh, shit, this, this whips ass. Yeah, I was getting my ass yeah. kicked for the first, like, two hours. Mm -hmm. I got beat oh, up by yeah. that Fisk boss quite a few how much, times. How much you boys complete it? Um, I did everything except for the crime. So I think I'm like 91, 92%. Oh, wow. Nice. I just didn't want to swing around and wait then? for crimes to pop up. Hmm. So a lot, what did, <laughs> a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you get to, Ben? Do you know? Uh, percentage wise, ninety-eight. Wow. I think I'm at eighty. Mm -hmm. uh, because my other problem is I, the side content in that game is not very interesting, uh, and I haven't done much of it. 
I did like three or four of everything, and then I was like, all right, I'm good. I don't Some know of it is better than others. I said to Jameson, I really liked the Harry Osborn stuff because it was just really out there and weird and unpredictable. The eco warrior, where sometimes you're yeah. <laughs> like healing fish, and sometimes you're yeah. in this strange reality where the internet or some electro- electronic field doesn't allow you to go like too high or too low. There's one where you're like, I just did one drones. where I had to like shoot 30 screens in Times Square. Yeah. It's, it sucked. Yeah. Oh, I liked it. It, uh, uh, yeah, I, I thought I hated it at first, but then I ended up not minding it. I can't really think yeah. of any I didn't like. I think the, the cat ones are kind of redundant because at first yeah, I was like, oh, are... this is a fun little Where's Wally type thing or Where's Waldo for you guys. But then the yeah. controller vibrates and it kind of just like tells you where it is. I'm like, stop it's it. It's super easy. Stop <laughs> yeah. it. Those took like 10 seconds. It's just spin the controller around and then you feel the vibration. Yeah, I was like, this, zoom is, in and that's like, this is a little interesting like 10 second distraction. And then they just tell you where it is. I'm like, ah, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> but and, yeah, I found that game to be a little, mm, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is. There's just there's a lot of stuff in it, and I don't know that any of the side stuff is exceptional. It's all like kind of interesting and experimental. Yeah, and you, it's sort of like ah, oh, they're they're like figuring out you know what to do. The, si- the, the side, side quests stuff. are good. It kind of went with the God of War approach of quality over quantity, where there's only like five mm. or Not six many, eh? side quests. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I like that. I mean, one of them is like it triggers the pigeon collectibles, yeah. and then the uh, another one of them is like go to these spots on the map and fight the Halloween guys, which those two weren't very interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were, I, the streamer side quest was really good. Yeah, that and was good. The, a couple of the other ones, you know, those are fun. Yeah. The uh, the one thing I did like too is that um, I found the the Harry Osborn side missions helped enhance a certain aspect of the climax and then the, the very end. Um, just because it, it, if you took the time to do them, it kind of helped you invest in like in in Harry as a character, right, despite yeah. his lack of presence sure, in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and just the way they kind of set things up at the the peak of the climax when oh, you're yeah. uh, MJ, they, and then at the very very end, um, they do set it up illusion. because Harry like doesn't respond when you've done them all. Yeah. And I was like, why is like why wouldn't they just put in a small conversation where he talks to me like, thank you for mm. doing all the stuff for. Because he was doing it for his mum, I think. Yeah, they were in honor of yeah, his mum. Right. And I was expect yeah, I was expecting a payoff with Harry and eventually it does come. And so it it'll be interesting to see form, how that yeah. goes. But yeah, I'm gonna like we bought the uh season pass version. Right? Yeah. And I, I'm totally gonna do all the seasons. Yeah, it's pick- one of those games where I'm like when I'm not playing it, I think I like it more than when I am playing it or you know when i'm just swinging around or there's story mm-hmm. stuff i'm like man this great this game's great and then when i'm and if i like don't play for a couple days i think wow spider-man was great and then i play it i'm like oh man i wish i liked this a little bit more but i'm gonna do all that dlc and probably yeah. have you know another a good time with it uh, would well, you think it's just the combat because we didn't have any yeah. complaints with the swinging because the swinging is Oh. fantastically no, no. designed the swinging is only and the traversal i thought only gets rough when you have to be precise which is almost never which so it's oh except if you do uh, ben did you do the quest where you have to chase a drone was, uh god oh, there was yeah. one of those which was really hard and i was losing this, yeah there's one of those that's right down to the wire <laughs> yeah that one was so annoying <laughs> but apart from that it's good but it was mainly just the combat that I I just never never clicking with it made it hard to. Uh, interesting. It's a shame because yeah. and I did and click just finding and, and finding the side content not super compelling like yeah. it did in the uh, in the Batman games. I can. I get just that. think the Batman games are overall better <gasps> in almost every way. Uh, 
but that's fine. You know, whatever. It, Spider-Man is a good game. Yeah. Yes. It's quite good. Yeah. I would say it's really good. A couple of missteps, yeah. but it, I think by the time a sequel comes out, which it will, <laughs> they're going to have refined it, oh, yeah. taken some feedback, and it's going to be maybe one of the best franchises out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said... Like I said in the first, uh, the first or last podcast, is that if they execute what they have set up with the first one for the sequel, I believe the sequel will be maybe one of the biggest games of the decade, sales yeah, wise. Man. Give get rid of those stealth missions straight off the bat. Get, oh, get rid of them. Right, the stealth missions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> purge those. I hope. I really hope there aren't any in the DLCs. That would be weird. I'm not sure. Uh, I feel like if they were like if they didn't get that feedback. There loud and clear that those those sections just like trim down refine the side stuff add some more side quests in because they were good uh and that's pretty much it because the main quest is really good mm-hmm. especially the story stuff yeah. and the performances oh yeah yeah performances and hopefully by the time the sequel comes out i'll have forgotten how to play batman games yeah jesus <laughs> man get over oh christ i mean i i played uh asylum and city four times through like twice to 100 of them then both on 360 and pc which means two playthroughs new game plus playthrough on each of them Jesus. asylum and city is my favorite indie band yeah <laughs> <laughs> um my other secret game it feels like a good time to transition oh, yeah. is uh picked it up i've played uh approximately two hours <clears throat> of the messenger the messenger on nintendo switch it's a switch exclusive that is I think I have to Google this. Um, it is a oh, I've heard about this two D side-scrolling platformer. It, yeah, I've heard it gets really oh, good. Oh, like just like the ninja one or something. Yeah. Oh, I have heard of this. Is, is this the one we transition yes, between like eight bit and sixteen bit or something? Yeah, I guess so. Wow, uh, nine out of ten of Steam. Bloody hell. It's got. Uh, it's on Steam. Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. Um. Anyway, Switch, yeah, huh? played a couple yeah. hours that like? of it on Switch just to try to use the Switch more because I'm not yeah, fucking buying Mario Party, and so <laughs> I, uh, yeah. So anyway, it's pretty. It's a pretty good game. It's a pretty good little video game it's got there. Is it a Metroidvania? It is. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. It. You know what? Indie pixel art. Yeah. Probably. It moves. It moves very well, and uh, it's hard. (laughs) It. uh, It takes me back, though. I know what the. Like I. I. I had a moment when I was playing it even this morning where I was like, "This is what all those old old. This is what it feels like to be an old old man." And and miss games of games of yore. I remember when when uh, games used to be like this. Yeah, when games used to have challenge and stuff like that and consequence, so. Oh, here we go. Wow. Old man rant. Yeah, you're not lying. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's it sucks to feel that because I'm like, no, fuck them. Fuck that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun little game. Cool. And uh, I like the look hmm. of it, but I feel like the, I feel <laughs> like I am not allowed to play a game like that until I've beaten Celeste first. Mm, that's very fair. Oh, Celeste is a good one. Yeah, and oh, Celeste I also on the list to beat Celeste. I don't know actually. Add What's Celeste. that? Add Celeste to the list. Okay, we will put Celeste on the list. Did you not play Celeste, Ben? No, God no. And oh, I also want to God. do all the uh, Shovel Knight campaigns in mm. time as well. Mm. Yeah, so I like just the, can't, can't really put that po- up. I guess on the list. I'm. I guess I'm the only one that got like really into Celeste, huh? I think. I, yeah. I was um I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was a kind of a similar situation where one of the guys absolutely fell in love with Celeste and he beat it over like mm. two days 
and everyone else was like, "This is this is good. Like like it's objectively good." So no one, unless their opinion is completely broken, can say mm. that the game is not good. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I played it for like three hours. And I was like, "This is neat," and then I just just fell off, and then I haven't played it since. I played like thirty hours of that game. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, there's a lot in there if you want to do all the yes. challenge levels. <clears throat> well, and there's a lot of levels. Mm. Like, there's the main campaign levels, but then there are two other sets of every campaign level, basically. Yeah. Uh, and they're all, like, basically their own new level. Uh, yeah. Celeste was very good. I think that's the best playing 2D platformer ever made. Come hmm. fight me. Fuck <laughs> off, Mario. I, I will play it's it. Good. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Thing? Um, I haven't touched my Nintendo Switch in over two months. <gasps> oh my! It's just God. been sitting in its case on a shelf. I, I haven't even looked at it uh, in two months. Wow. Well, do you want to transition into my games I've been playing recently? Because they're pretty much exclusively Switch games. Great, oh, motherfucker! I'm not done. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Ben. I just kind of just want to take that torch from you. Go ahead, mate. He's also 100%ed Rage and Mad Max. Yes. Played shit, shit, dude. Uh, played ten hours of Polybridge. Yes, you did. Oh, right. <laughs> How many? What's your actual Steam count at? Because you've left that game running for so many, uh, times, so many hours. Thirty. I think it's at like thirty or something. Oh wow! Let's <laughs> uh, double check. Polybridge is at thirty-five. So I. How was uh, Polybridge? I I voluntarily played like twelve hours of Polybridge. And boy, howdy, Joe! Uh, I, gotta give, I gotta give you mad props, my guy, for for making it through that game. Because boy, howdy, is that what a motherfucker? Uh, a good amount of the time. It's it is not a fun video game. Oh come on! Even at the beginning, it's pretty fun. It's not. No, it's not. I wouldn't say it's fun. It's rewarding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that's it, uh, Like, is yeah. That's pretty much it. But man, oh man, that game is just it's just a nightmare <laughs> it is it's i can't imagine fucking... playing it like i can't imagine playing it not on stream i actually did one one yeah. custom map on stream yeah, i just had a bit of a bit of a fancy for a bit of a go huh? but um go. yes i'm glad you can empathize because of that oof <laughs> I, I stumbled into your stream when i got back from my my vacation uh -oh. just as you were entering the nightmare territory of polybridge mm -hmm. Which is the last like fourteen maps, and oh my god, most of them like three to four hours each time for me, and they're just Fuck brutal. That. And it gets to the point where you're like constantly fighting against the physics engine, where you're changed mm. like one thing, and then everything breaks, and you don't know why. And like you're trying to like even logically... Portal Bridge was like that. What was that? Portal Bridge was like that. Bridge oh, to a much lesser degree. No, I know. That, that's the only one I played, but, like, that was the same thing. You, you tweak, like, one thing, and the whole thing collapses for no reason. And you're like, I don't understand physics at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting to the point, too, where it felt like I was... I did something. Uh, so, I was at point A. This is not related to the actual point A's in the game or anything like that. But, like, I was at point A. I did, an a I did two actions ahead. It didn't pan out. I undid. And point A had different reactions because I undid. Like, it was the same <laughs> thing. I did something and then I undid it, and it had a different reaction than it did before I. It's chaos theory. There are there is some randomness in it. I I did some testing and I 
it was <laughs> near the end of the game I had to run my I guess simulation whatever you want to call it like 10 times to get it to do the one thing I wanted because there's like minor physics variables in it yeah which I didn't think there That's would be reality yeah but it, when it's like a physics engine made by a computer I just really assumed it would be the same every time but yeah. there's just like when it gets complicated and I guess there's like a hundred different components just the tiny nuances in whatever simulation stuff is going on <laughs> makes it behave differently and fucking hell is it frustrating to deal with that? Because then you're like, is it me? Have I made a broken bridge? Or do I just run it 20 times and then one that... Oh, near the end. It's just it's just a nightmare. But I really enjoyed it the also, first um, like five worlds before the end. I'm sure it also helps that you have a, like a, hundred, a gaggle of structural engineers helping you in the chat, right? Uh, <laughs> with all their expertise. Oh, man. Joe I'm not- and I talked about this. Uh, it's... Hmm, it's I think, good. I it's, think we it's... can talk about it because none of our regulars ever committed any of these crimes. It's only people who came to the stream and never came back. And bless <laughs> them for popping in to try and, and you know tack a win on for the day. But holy fuck, is it impossible. <laughs> the toddler to drawings are really helpful, right? Like, <laughs> the drawings, yeah. Oh, man. It's like, just do this, moron. Yeah. I'm an engineer. Okay, good. It, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> golly, golly, golly. Is it, uh, they go for it too. Like they, they're, they, and they get pissed. They get pissed when you don't understand their instructions. Yeah, when their instructions are extremely vague in a very complex design that you've made. <laughs> or someone comes in and, like, you're four hours into a design and they go, uh, delete all of it and do it my way. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few of those. I, 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 I have never felt dumber. I don't oh, think yeah. like I may it made me reflect on a lot of my my uh, shortcomings in po- in secondary school and stuff like that because <laughs> I was like I didn't take physics in school like I didn't do I wanted at a high school as fast as possible so I just did like the bull I got my bullshit credits and out I went and then I got like <clears throat> fucking advanced physics bros coming in via like adjust your pivot point and move oh, it closer yeah. to the side of the mountain so your uh so your volley will and i'm like dude like fuck <laughs> that's the worst when you get actual you six things not yeah, you like said six things in there my guy that i boy howdy don't understand gotta all. google the dif- definition yeah. of these words yeah i'm like pivot point what i'm like i, I attach <laughs> this to this i'm trying to get the car here what pivots huh Oh god. Yeah, it's um it was a good game to really kind of like thicken my skin as a streamer. It really helped me grow some tolerance towards I should stream Polybridge. Towards stream Polybridge. stupid <laughs> comments. Because whew. I, Ben, I think I think Bridge Constructor Portal is a really friendly intro to the genre. Oh yeah. Yeah. If if it was if it was a game like if you had any small hint of enjoyment in polybridge uh, and we're curious what a, a fun version of that would be like it's bridge constructor get bridge constructor portal mm. uh, i mean there is some satisfaction in polybridge when you put an hour into a design and it like people in the comments are calling you an idiot and then it works you're like yes i told you i yeah. told you it would work <laughs> when your brainchild comes to life and carries it across and then, I, and I, then, I find and, it satisfying. And, then, and then what i love is they say or that lol like 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 they had the solution, but your dumb way did it, so that's fine. Like that's. Like, or have you, or have you got? I've been trying to tell you that for an hour. In exclamation points. <laughs> I did not get that, thankfully. Oh, I got a lot of those. 
Oh boy. We love you guys. We're not talking about you. Anyone who's listening, this is irrelevant to you. Yeah. It's only other people who aren't you. Because yeah, we would much. never say bad things to our beautiful v- listeners. You're the good ones. Talk about your Switch games, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Well, good job, Ben. I just want to say, good job. You played more games than me. Good job. Yes. Um, didn't didn't play a huge amount of new things, but uh, this was the first time ever traveling with my Switch. There was a lot of oh right, a lot of driving. It was four mm. hours to the wedding, then three hours from the wedding to where we were staying in the Lake District, and then five and a half hours back. So a lot of traveling. Nice. And then there's the obvious downtime where you're just kind of chilling out, people getting ready to do stuff, etc. Uh, so I finally got to use my Switch for one of its main intended purposes, which is traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I How got go? I got through Donkey Kong. That took me about twenty hours. Don't, Donkey Kong. Don't think I'm going to dive back into that franchise uh, again. Which? Oh, oh, what, 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 yeah, that game. Right. Sorry, I was just trying to think. <sighs> Tropical Freeze was the one right, that was put right. to the Switch. That was very much like um like a snake pass type thing where I was like it's Ooh. it's a Nintendo franchise and I want a goofy easygoing 2D platformer and it was really hard. I think the last boss took me like 45 minutes to an hour. The game is oh my god. The game is brutal. Mm-hmm. It was just not, not not what I was looking for. But I did it. Uh, I'm quite stubborn when it comes to those type of games. I don't want really to be beaten by a platformer. It's one of my OG genres so I got through it happy. Uh, there was like these bunch of bonus levels. I was like, no fucking way. I just took it straight out. <laughs> that, that's where the real hard oh, stuff I'm sure. is, probably. I'm sure you're right. Took, yeah. took it out, put it away, never playing it again. Uh, huh. The next thing that was kind of surprising was Mario Aces, which is the tennis game. Yeah. Oh, almost, yeah, the game that everyone has game. forgotten. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they put no marketing into it. That game just kind of came out. And I feel like Mario... Just Mario games in general, whether it's uh, Mario Kart, Mario Party... Uh, any sports game with Mario's usually get like a lot of you know hype and marketing, but just aces they just left it. Yep. And that game has a surprising campaign. I thought there would be like a generic tutorial, or they do the Mario Kart way where they just simulate uh, online play but against AI. But it has like a proper cam- campaign with like cinematics and unique boss fights and a storyline, and it's kind of really strange. And I actually really liked it. I think. It's kind of I've heard. Going. I've heard. Sorry to interrupt. And yeah, like I, from what I heard and saw, is it's basically the Avengers, with like an Infinity Gauntlet, but it's a tennis <laughs> it's racket. Tennis racket. Power yeah. stones. It's and so you had to go weird. get the fucking power stones to put them in the Infinity racket before the big purple bad guy ends the world with it. Yeah, it's crazy. You fight like a possessed Luigi, and it's like yeah, they're dumping on Luigi gang. There's some really funny stuff in that game because Nintendo stories are always silly. Because mm-hmm. it's Nintendo. But there was something hilariously silly about them trying to do a usual Nintendo uh, or usual Mario plot where, um, what's his stupid name, Bowser is being bad. And they're just like really desperately like, how can we relate this to tennis? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and they try and it doesn't make any sense and it's kind of great. <laughs> like the fate of the universe is decided on a tennis match with like Peach As and Rosalina against Wario and what's the other one uh mario wario and what's the purple guy <laughs> waluigi waluigi wow wow there we go and it <laughs> it's like really bizarre and it it just it just plays fun and it's satisfying in a way if anyone's watched tennis when you hit a good shot and you kind of think a little bit strategically about where 
they're not gonna be able to reach i don't know it just has a satisfaction to it it's uh also very comfortable very easy to play you literally cannot hit the ball out of bounds like 90 percent of the time if you whack it it's gonna land like in a nice place is there an online mode without the super op shot or no i don't think so because it's one of the core mechanics of the game that's too bad. a lot of the game is based around uh trying to build up your power yeah. meter which is what you use to do those shots and to counter those shots you can slow down time which uses the mm -hmm. same meter so it's a constant battle of trying to build that meter up and not have less than your opponent so i could not see that yeah, being yeah. gone do you, do you find that uh do you find it's balanced well because like i've been thinking about picking it up because i i like like i loved marrow tennis growing up but um is that's it... the only thing about it is like i know there's the basically the kill shot and if you can't defend it properly i, I don't really want to buy this game because i i don't want to i'd want i'd like the compet i like the competition part of it but i wouldn't want like a pretty much an easy point like i for sure point so is it bad that i didn't play a single game online no but that <laughs> wouldn't you have also had to pay for their online service to do that i like i don't know but yeah, the campaign Jesus. was like six yeah, to seven hours oh, wow. it was really long and it was creative with the level design as nintendo does it makes you use your uh skills in different ways and like the last boss fight with bowser is like a significant boss fight you're like dodging fireballs and you have you have to use trick shots to jump over like waves of fire and it's just like, it feels like a normal Mario game, but you have a tennis racket and it, there's this weird like <laughs> conflict, which makes it kind of comical the whole way through. And I just liked it. Hmm. I just didn't expect to get much out of it. I thought there was going to be a tag on uh, campaign, almost like in a hmm. Battlefield-esque way where it's just a long tutorial. And then I thought I was going to be playing some online against people. And I just played like a seven hour campaign and just had a really good time. And now I'm like, do I really even want to go against people online? Because people are going to, they're just no. going to destroy me. And I got quite a good bit of fun out of the game anyway. So, yeah, actually, plus, yeah, you, I was just going to say, I was going to use Mario Kart as the example, but you, you also got shredded at Mario Kart online, <laughs> my did. dude. Oh my God. People are so yeah. good at that game. Yeah, you got wrecked. <laughs> oh, shit. I did get wrecked. That was very mentally like demoralizing, that Mario Kart session we had. <laughs> yeah, you Fuck were in the end. You were just the shell of a man. Oh, my God. So that was like yeah. being abused for, for like four hours, nonstop. Yeah. But there's I like, didn't have a bad time. There's none of the random elements in Mario Kart which like uh, tilt the tables. Like in Mario Kart, you have the blue shell where you mm -hmm. can like the bullet bill thing so you can come from knife and then you can just like fly into second. There's like none of that stuff really in aces so i was like i don't really want to play online because mm -hmm. i'm just gonna lose to good people i think mm -hmm. maybe i should have tried it but you know everyone knows i hate you multiplayer have, games now you would have had to pay for their online anyways to try it how much is there online Which, it's only 20 bucks for a year okay it's like two dollars less than a two dollars a month i ain't paying that because i don't fucking use it for games that matter exactly <sighs> okay moving moving you on play any mario party uh no shut up no neither of you have bought it right no no i presume i looked at it no. today and i was like man if this were if this was i can feel the the, the proximity of the timeline where this game to play games with why wouldn't you just play it locally yeah, because i don't Mario have four Party joy cons no i don't have four joy cons why not I got other friends they're no. only 90 dollars each <laughs> <It's not> the... <laughs> <Fuck. Ugh. sighs> 
I shouldn't. It shouldn't be difficult to play. Oh god, I could talk about this all. Fucking I know. I, I was so. I was livid when I found out. What a waste! What a waste of an opportunity, a game and a franchise. I've never actually really played Mario Party either because I've just didn't, never fantastic. had any. It's fantastic. I've always looked at them and be like, let me tell oh. you about. I bet. I bet someone has hacked in online into the emulated versions. There was talks a long time ago that someone had jailbroken the Switch. So who knows? Maybe. Well, the game was actually pirated successfully early, oh. so people are probably <laughs> fucking up. Oh yeah, people have been hacking the Switch since like day one. Mm. But um, I have one last game for the Switch, mm. a brand new game, something that Jameson actually talked about a long time ago, and that uh, is Toad Treasure Tracker. Fucking up! Wow. God, you pay for that thing. <laughs> I Jesus. did pay for that thing. <laughs> I would buy that game if it was fifteen dollars, maybe twenty. But it's like $65, and so... I... $50 Toys R Us. I actually kind of like it. Yeah. It's what I've been looking for for a while. It's so dumbed down and simple. You basically mm. can't really fail the game. But I just mm. find the format to be mildly interesting. I don't know if you've seen it, Ben, but every stage yeah. is almost like a cross-section it's cube like... where you can see yeah. the whole yeah. level... And it's more like a camera manipulation game where you're yeah. like scanning around, figuring yeah, out how to Doki do it. Yeah, video, and and he did a great job of of really just showing that there's a lot more than meets. It's a game where there's a lot more than meets the eye. Yeah, and it's very easy to pick up. It works very well for the Switch because all the levels are pretty mm -hmm. bite sized. They take like five to ten minutes if you want to do all the completion stuff. And I've been like doing an one hundred percent run, which sounds like more impressive than it is. There's like a couple of challenges and a couple of bonus things to achieve in every level. And I feel like if you just run through the level without doing them, then it really is mind-numbingly easy. There's like, yeah. sometimes there's alternative ob objectives, like do it with only using so many actions or kill all the enemies, etc., etc. And then there's like a cute little bonus hide-and-seek mode where at the end it hides a tiny little toad and you have to scan around the map and like find a little pixel toad. And it's just the cute Nintendo easygoing stuff that I was really looking for and have been looking for for a while. That's when I bought Donkey yeah. Kong. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. This isn't what I wanted. <laughs> this isn't what I wanted at all. But yeah, I'm on World 2 out of 3, I think. And I'm liking yeah, it. Yeah, it's a pretty small game. Yeah. And I'm just going to keep like chipping away at two levels at a time across probably mm. the end of this year. And it's just... I will probably buy and play that game eventually. Probably when I travel over the winter. But uh... How far did you get when you played on the Wii U? Because it starts off... I fucking remember a single thing about anything I did on the Wii U. True. It, just, it starts <laughs> off so plain that... Yeah, I think I played not much. Like maybe six or eight levels. Yeah. Uh, in, in World 2, things are starting to get a bit more broad. Yeah. I was I, I that game is still like heinously overpriced, I think, for what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well, that yeah, would be that's a switch. killer keep killer twenty dollar game. Yeah. But, uh, oh. I did like what I played. I played the demo on the Switch just to be like, how does this look now that it's on the Switch? Which is quite nice, obviously. Mm. Um and I was like, Oh yeah, this game is pretty nice and laid back and comfy. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. I will play it one day because I liked what I played. I was I was rather annoyed when I got the Wii U and I played what was the other Mario game on the Wii U? Make it, Mario Maker? Brothers Wii U. Not not Mario Maker. The, like yeah, new Super Mario Brothers Wii U to whatever the fuck <laughs> Deluxe it was Luigi edition. Exactly, yeah. which was like the most easy baby game mode game yes. I've ever played in my I life. I played some of that. And I, I played like an hour of that and I was like, man, fuck this game. And then I played Captain Toad 
and I played an hour of that, and I was like, man, fuck <laughs> this game. This is so easy. And then I played like an hour of Wind Waker, and I was like, man, can oh, I get out no. off this fucking island? And then I... That was like the three hours I spent with my Wii U, yeah, and then the well. rest was just Mario Maker, which is the only good game they put out on the Wii U, uh, aside from Bayonetta. Yeah, and, those are uh, some baby-ass baby games you had right there. Yeah, which I didn't know about. Win- Wind Waker uh, is the babiest yeah. Zelda ever made. And you couldn't even handle it. <laughs> I couldn't even get off the no, fucking island. I fucking fell asleep playing that game. Jesus. Yeah, Murphy, I, I beat it last year, and I, I did not like Wind Waker, which I was surprised about. Okay, I have a question. Hey. that I was thinking about last night and I'll tell you why I was thinking about it later love a good question because uh, it came from another place but what is the one Zelda game that should be played that would like provide a good sort of all-encompassing understanding of basically what the fuck is a Zelda game Joe I'll let you, t- I'll let you take because the first one I was thinking the other day and I was like you know, people say, oh, it's like a Zelda game. And I realized I have no idea what a Zelda game mm-hmm. is because the only one I've played is Breath of the Wild. For sure. Why would I have Great any... question. I don't know if I'm the best source because I've I played Ocarina, mm-hmm. uh, half of Majora's because I didn't like the time stuff, sure. uh, Twilight Princess, and Breath of the Wild. And that's kind of all that I've done. So even though I know the format, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not like the biggest Zelda guy. So- like... I presume Ocarina. Yes. But I know that that was also like sort of, you know, time and place thing as well, where it's like, hey, we figured out how to make a 3D video game, right? Yeah. And I don't know yeah. if that's going to hold up 20 years later. Yeah. Uh, to For me, the uh, quintessential Zelda game and the one that really started it all was Link to the Past. Oh, yeah. I heard uh, that. That, uh, right. to me, really set the tone for the... Uh, dungeon has an item by the end of that dungeon you mastered the item and you have to use that item to get into the next dungeon formula that Zelda has very much uh, thrived with yeah Zelda is like an what about 3D Zelda it's kind of like an escape the room puzzle game but every single dungeon has a different novelty the novelty is either like something going on in the dungeon or maybe it's a lava dungeon uh, but usually it's tied to an item. Like you'll get a specific item and that will only yeah. really be relevant in that dungeon and you'll use it to beat the boss and then you're going to just move on to the next one. Very Nintendo-esque design. Yeah, yeah. 3D-wise, of course, uh, Ocarina of Time. Um, but uh, if you were Like really... Wind Waker is appealing just because like the the aesthetic is so nice. Right? Yeah, and like, it is. That's what drew me to it at the time. I think like you can but you could a use mode. a macro if you were playing it on like Project Dolphin that you could just turn on up speed and oh, like you could yeah. up the speed and then just while you're sailing place to place just do that. I, but I did not like Wind Waker because it, the puzzles just are so baby mode. The <laughs> only dungeon that's difficult is the last one. I just had a hard time finding the ghost ship. I think. Oh yeah, I, I had to Google that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not swimming around looking yeah. for that. I like Twilight Princess the most, but it has an obnoxiously long opening. Yes. God, the opening Wait, is, is yeah. so annoying. What are you talking about? Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. It's like yeah. an eight-hour intro, right? No, well, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like that, that two is... hours of being a boring farm boy until you finally become the chosen one. It's like, oh, get on yeah, with that, it. That game is. Uh, that game to me was peak Zelda, and I still yes, think I that it. it's peak Zelda. I, th- I think it's. B- b- like peak over breath of the wild but i, I still yeah. have to play more that has my favorite dungeons twilight princess yeah. it was just so good and it was so it was just it was the purest like form of a 3d zelda 
Yeah, but like, then it has mm. the weird, like, almost as an Assassin's Creed where it pulls you out of the game and you you turn to the wolf and you do wolf missions. World, and it's like, yeah. oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So I don't know. The, the, mm. Like, people hold the series in such high esteem, but I feel like every game every game has such problems. <laughs> mm. Like, people hate a Skyward Sword, which came after Twilight. Skyward Sword was fine, too. I didn't I mean, play I beat it, but... that game. That game was totally fine. I might play it one day, but people seem to hate it for some reason. Fuck them. It, it had a lot of great <laughs> timeline context. Like, yeah, it was oh, the beginning, up, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, I'm not. No. no, and I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to start the. Oh, no, I'm not. No. Uh, oh. Jameson, I like it. Oh, I like the timeline. Jameson, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, but yeah, it just um, it it it. All right, I like convince me. I'm not gonna play any of them. <laughs> no, they're really because like I feel like I know you. I know what you, I know your but place. I, I would. Jameson. I should. I should watch like ninety minutes of gameplay or something because I really have no comprehension of what what they're There's like. There's got to be like, a comparison that you've played. But I don't the things you played, the Breath of the Wild dungeons. They're not yeah, but Breath of the Wild is. The, the, I didn't like the dungeons in Breath of the Wild because they're really oh, unfocused. God, no. They focus on like a movement novelty rather than an item novelty, yeah. and I just wasn't really into that. Oh, those dungeons suck. Yeah, they're not not the best. God, they were awful. Does, I hated that. Was my least favorite part of Breath of the Wild. Holy shit. Th- there's got to be something you played. It's such like a copy and pasted genre uh, format. I know. It's got to be something. Like Darksiders? Yeah, Darksiders was very similar. Like you're opening yeah. rooms I don't and doing. anything about Darksiders. Though. You're doing puzzles <laughs> in rooms, and then when you beat the mini puzzle, it opens up another door. And there's like very, yeah. very casual Metroidvania aspects where you like. I mean, God of War is a little bit like that anyway, right? Like. Uh, it's like we. I remember hearing people, a few people, being like, "This is sort of like the big budget Darksiders three we never got, right?" May uh, yeah. Some light inspirations, let's say. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe in the future there'll be a new Zelda, which isn't rubbish. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said maybe in the future there'll be a new Zelda. Have you turned against Breath of the Wild fully now? No, but um, I think the core of Zelda is the dungeons for me. Right. The, the, oh, there's okay, more sure, layers sure, to yeah. what a Zelda game yeah, is. Yeah, well, the dungeons in Breath of the Wild are trash. Yeah. I, I just, I'm still too, I'm, I'm still too baby mode to play it. Yeah, I'm and just, I, but I, I, I still can't get to it. I liked the exploration and I liked the shrines. I thought that that was a fun format, even though it was very repetitive. But mm, I, I like shrines, yeah. But I just felt like I've been I, looking for good yeah. dungeon design since. Ocarina of Time did have good dungeon design, but it's very dated, mm. obviously. Um, yeah. Ever since Twilight Princess, yeah, I've just been looking for like a really fun, creative puzzle game, and it just—I don't know. Just haven't oh, you're never gonna get that ever, never ever. They're never gonna make one. I feel like they are puzzle games at the core. It's not an action game, mm. really. But we'll see. I, I'm actually very interested to see what they do next. That would be fascinating. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. I'm sure, too. we won't know for like five more mm-hmm. years. Like, they take such such a long time with them. Yeah. Uh, but my answer is, uh, I don't know, Jameson, you'll, you'll figure, figure it out one day. <laughs> nah, nah, I'll just keep never having played One them. day you'll I'm accidentally sure. run into a Zelda clone. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, well, so I'll the, just maintain that. the Chronicles of Jameson versus Zelda will continue for another 10 years or so. And we'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, but, whatever, I like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that, that's, was... for me, that's pretty much it. Um, I think scrap mechanics really, really good. And to kind, yeah. of, to kind of finish off the narrative I started last week, which was me trying to find a, re- not replacement, but a game that would fill in the oh, slot yeah. of 
satisfactory, which I'm right. highly anticipating. And I've been wanting a game which involved like some logical creativity with some freedom in it. Yeah. And it's, um, Scrap Mechanic nice. is really quite what I was looking for. I it's bought nice, it just nice to play sandbox. on stream, and I actually played a lot off stream. I've really enjoyed uh, thinking of like a project and then having the problem-solving aspect of like, here's the tools I have, and how am I going to figure this out? And you can pretty much make anything you want in that game, and they've done a really good job of making it simplified. I don't know if you anything. Pretty much anything. I don't know if you've seen it, Jameson, but there's like. Go on. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. <laughs> They just put like a few basic. I don't know if I've actually seen any of it. I, I should. I should. I think I've tuned in here and there, and I, but not long so, enough to figure it's out. What basically it is. It's basically a little game, a little building game. But they have a few hmm. core tools in it. There's a bearing which allows anything to spin on an axis. It's like a little circle. There's a piston which pushes things as pistons do, and yeah. that doesn't sound like a large tool set, but just allowing things to spin on an axis and having things be able to like push and move. Really, mm -hmm. and also there's a little, like, um, there's a block which allows for programming. So you can be like, I want this to do this at this time. And they've, they've done a really good job with the UI, making it not obscenely uh, scary to get into. And just using a limited set of tools uh, and making building really easy and forgiving, like, you can do some crazy stuff in there. Like, I've done space elevators, I've made a monorail, <laughs> and it's it's just good. It, it achieves cool. what it sets out to do in a very small and simplistic package which i think is pretty easy to pick up i think the first two to five hours of learning stuff is a little bit overwhelming because there's like five different tools but once you once you've got it you're kind of free to go nuts and there's like silly physics things i made a giant catapult and a chair and it flung me across the entire map and it's goofy and your guy looks like a jelly telly tubby and it's it's got a good oh. yeah you guys little fatty and it's just fun very creative yeah, he's, he's such a little like it's like i joked about it when we streamed it uh that's like tobjorn's uh origin story <laughs> he does yeah he looks like a baby tobjorn <laughs> yeah it's, it's hard to put into words because there isn't a huge amount going on it's something you kind of get your hands on you see the tools in front of you and then you go hmm if i put this on this i could make this actually turn into like a giant garage door and he's like a chubby munchkin yeah yeah <laughs> and it's turned into a really good stream game because luckily people enjoy watching it and like people are pretty creative and will give me ideas and projects and sometimes that can take like three to four hours making a monorail to like six hours it was extremely extremely difficult and then i've got it up and working where you can get a monorail and it like rocket boosts you along this track because i have like tires keeping you on and then I made a little bearing so it, it, like the rockets were like a 180 and it turns you around and you go the other way and it looks sick and it works. So I was very happy about it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's been a nice surprise. I thought it was going to be just a little stream game and it's kind of turned into one of the cores of the stream and something that I even enjoy playing off stream. So that gets mm -hmm. a, a good thumbs up from me. I actually wasn't going to buy it until it had survival mode because it was like coming soon survival mode, which seemed more like a finished game than just a sandbox. But I don't think I'd ever move from the sandbox because I just like making stuff. I don't want to chop down trees to get wood to make stuff. I just want to build with my imagination. Oh. And it's going to fill the void in my soul until Satisfactory comes out probably in late next year. Because I checked in a Satisfactory and they've only just announced a very early alpha coming soon. Ah. Uh. 
which is to test the opening of the game. So I'm like, oof, this is like mid-2019 or later. Yeah. But yeah, that is it for me, lads. That is it for me. Short and sweet, kind of. Hmm. Something that you both played... No one, no one's doing a segue, so I'm going to just force in a yeah, segue. I was, I was, yeah, I was yeah. going to see if anyone did it. <laughs> <laughs> How about that Black Ops Blackout beta, boys? Like that alliteration. Um, I am really looking forward to Blackout. Very much so. Or Ben's going to play Call of Duty all on his lonesome. Yep, because apparently, you know, I just Fucking! All, I thought Dawson's all the boys addicted were on the to ship. Fortnite. Yeah, I'm I surprised we that. Don't like yeah, I'm really surprised anything. that Dawson isn't on board. Not on day one, at least. Yeah. Which honestly, I can understand it. That game is like ninety dollars, you know. Yeah. Fortnite was free. PUBG was forty. You know, uh, it's a big ask, I would say, for a multiplayer only game. I know we're here personally. get it because he might have forgotten about zombies. Yeah, like the zombies look awesome. Oh, yeah, awesome. he has forgotten his Yeah, I think he has. Hasn't he? Yes, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> like, he, he zombies, regular forgotten. multiplayer, and then fucking and Blackout. Black yeah, you're right, yeah. I don't like Blackout. Yeah. I... Did nothing for me. I had, I think I said in yeah. the last podcast, I, didn't, I did not predict that you weren't going to like it, but I did have a suspicion that it wasn't going to suit the PUBG crowd. I don't... People are saying it's going to be a PUBG killer. I think it will take people from it and it will take viewership from it on stuff like Twitch. But I really don't think it's going to put as huge of a dent in PUBG's player base as people think. No. The thing that will kill PUBG off is itself. Um, And... Yeah, Blackout uh, didn't make me feel a single thing Hmm. uh, in the hour or so I played of it. I don't think Call of Duty shooting works at medium or long range or for long periods of time uh or it's not that it doesn't work it's just that like this is not what i want from something that looks and feels like call of duty like i i want if i'm gonna play call of duty i want a tiny map with instant respawns and fights that last one nanosecond and blackout is just uh, it just didn't really do much for me it just it just the the shooting feels fine. The time to kill feels really long. It's just I think it's because it's Call of Duty. I think it's because it's called Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I'm like I have all these things that I like from Call of Duty that are not present in Blackout, and then additionally, it just didn't make me feel anything the way PUBG does for better and for worse. <laughs> uh, I guess maybe Which I've been away from surprising. Call enough that, yeah, like this in a way feels fresh. Yeah. It certainly feels different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just, yeah, didn't do a single thing for me. But I also think I'm a little Battle Royale out right now. Mm-hmm. Not really in the mood for it. Very fair. Because we played a lot of PUBG in the first half of the year. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I know you like it, though. Which I do. I like good. it a lot. I think the healing needs to slow down. Um, yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I really think it's going to do a lot of damage to PUBG and like in the ways that, that Joe uh, articulated. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how it evolves because 
yeah the other the other mm-hmm. two battle royale games have evolved in ways from their vanilla well, some creation. some more than others some more than others yeah. certainly <laughs> yeah so i'll be interested to see did what directions s- the cod that uh, did you see that just in that beta alone they took it up from 80 to 100 players like by the end oh. of that beta it was at 100 players yeah, yeah. oh cool I didn't, so I didn't know that and they were like patching you know inven- changing inventory like the way the inventory ui stuff works in the beta without like i don't remember pulling a patch yeah. and the ui was different so i i mean yeah i expect they updated the helicopter to, like yeah the guy who, the i expect the support the to be in. to be a lot and yeah. frequent and fast because it's call of duty yeah. you know i mean they've got endless resources uh you gotta remember that when fortnite first came out it was just the building and shooting exactly. each other yeah. and now yeah. and now yeah. it's fucking unrecognizable because it's evolved so much so yeah yeah I think it's a game that I might end up getting anyway to help with initial DTH recordings, but it might be something that I play if it continues to get goofy. I'm gonna like sit mm. back, observe, and I wanna I wanna see what its f- priorities are and what its feel is. Is it going to go for the Call of Duty fast pace, like semi semi military realism, or is it going to go absolutely bonkers? Because when I saw the zombies, I was like, "Oh, this is a good sign. They're not taking themselves too seriously. This is a really silly idea. And if they continue to do that, then I, I might give it a go. I think they could find a nice balance between between the seriousness of PUBG and the goofiness of Fortnite. Mm. And I think that would be smart, yeah, if they, if if they, they sort of find that it, yeah. middle ground. Yeah. yeah, if they're smart, they'll realize that the continuous updates and additions in like the arsenal of gadgets and weapons is what makes yeah fortnite so relevant continuously mm-hmm. now if mm-hmm. they continue to add stuff uh that would be good because like the current roster is isn't that interesting there's like a grappling hook and i've seen some people use it interestingly but apart from that a lot of the stuff that i watched was just like mid-range fights and that was it over yeah. and over and over yep that's all I played was just these mid-range fights. You can't see anyone. Like, player visibility is very, very poor, I found. Yeah. And, uh, Whenever someone was, like, shooting a player, the hit marker and the armor symbol was so big, I couldn't really see the player. Yeah. It doesn't... I didn't find the readability of it to be particularly good, mm. which is something that I never... I didn't really realize PUBG does well, but it does have, like, really good readability, PUBG. You know, you... Yeah. You, the... Character models scale nicely. They're always very visible. Big blood uh, you know, clouds. Yeah. Blood clouds, the foliage dies off really quickly, so it makes it easier to see people at range. You can tell what armor everyone has really quickly, mm. just more or less by quickly glancing over them, mm-hmm. which you, I guess, are there different? There are different tiers of armor in Blackout, right? No yep. way to tell three. when you're shooting someone. Really, there's three. Okay, I thought there were only two. Um, yeah, I think readability was a big problem for me with blackout and just the general feel of it it didn't have that finding that knife edge of not sacrificing camouflage versus distinguishable armor variation will be interesting i think PUBG did a good job of it yeah blackout god i hate saying these words uh made me appreciate PUBG a little bit more (laughs) well to be to be completely fair i get that there's like nuances to PUBG that get overlooked because it's network yeah, stuff. Yeah, you play it's... so much of it, you don't really think about... And it's like, we've played so much of it and complained about how much of a mess it is for so long. Mm-hmm. Fairly. I sort of forget, forgotten. I've forgotten a little bit, like, oh, right, this actually does do 
a lot of small things really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's working, <laughs> which it's still not. So that's what I, that's what I was saying in the last podcast. There's like a feel yeah. of heaviness to PUBG. Yes, which Call of Duty doesn't have. Yeah. So gonna- but I also said to Ben while you were, uh, I, I'm also a little battle royale out. Oh, okay. And so black, uh, and this happened last year as well. You know, we played a ton of PUBG in the first half of the year, and then I didn't really play any for the fall season, mm-hmm. and that worked out well. Uh, so maybe blackout. Maybe I'll be in the mood for blackout in six months. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I was surprised that I didn't like it at all. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I didn't think you'd like it more than PUBG. I was pretty confident in that. But, no, but I, I thought didn't. maybe yeah. I thought maybe it would join your roster. I look forward to Battlefield Five. <laughs> I like everything about the way Battlefield Five plays. Oh yeah, we still haven't. Uh, we still don't have much information about that. Uh, Battle Royale stuff. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that game's out in just over a month, mm-hmm. and we don't know a single thing about the, it. The, Who knows? The wait continues. Yeah. Is there anything else, or should we talk? Should I start talking? I think. Yeah, I think you're good to go. To, okay. <laughs> Do it. Uh, I've been playing pretty much the only thing that we have. I've played that we haven't reviewed, and that we won't review is. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah, because we can't tarnish our business relationship with Ubisoft, of course. Interesting. Yes, right. That's how that all works. So we're not yeah. going to uh, you know, put a video up of Jimson shitting. <laughs> no, it's not like we haven't done that before for Ubisoft games that we've we've gotten. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Just to be clear, he's joking, everyone. Um, we're sellouts. We can say whatever. Oh. We can say whatever we Huge want. Huge say. Like, no one watches our videos anyway, so Double we're, true. we're fine. Double true. They send us the codes. No one pays attention to what we do with them. So, um, whoo boy, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a lot. I I really thought you were going to say those two words. I was like, he's going to say a lot. Yeah. In, uh, what, in what way? Like in the way? In every fucking way you can imagine. Um. Joe, you played all of Origins. Uh, yes. Pretty much, right? You did every side quest. Uh, like 100? Yeah, I did I did a lot of them. Yeah. And there was over 100. And I think my, my main complaint was... <laughs> this is what made Odyssey so funny to me. I remember my main complaint was, like, it was their first attempt at merging Assassin's Creed with, like, RPG elements. So, so yeah. I was like, okay, you know, they're new to this. And you know what Ubisoft like? They like to do quantity over quality. I was like, there was, yeah. the main problem with Origins was that there was too many side quests. Mm. There was like a hundred and they were all really similar in mechanically. They were just like the same shit over and over again. Even though there was an insane amount of unique dialogue and cutscenes, I was not listening to any of it. But there was It was mainly just like, go here and get something, right? Yeah, or go here and kill, kill a few yeah, enemies. It was, it was like, kill the like captain. That. And there was like a few unique yeah. ones where you sure. like after a giant elephant, there was some animal stuff. But there wasn't really any that were crazy or memorable. Right. And I think my main piece of feedback for Origins was like, I like what they've done. I think the map was great. That was the one reason I kept playing that game because I just absolutely adored that world. I think think it was my favorite game world maybe ever. Like from an environmental point of view, I just loved being in it. It was beautiful. Yeah. And I was just like, just just bring down the side quests because the main quest was, yeah, it was fine. 
This is an Assassin's Creed main And I was like, then, yeah, sure. you could be onto a winning formula. And then the, f- the first thing I heard about Odyssey is that it has 200 quests. And I was like, I'm not fucking playing nope. this game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was it 300? It's 300 Wow. Quests. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because 300. Oh, yeah. Sparta. <laughs> wow. I'm, I, I mean, I can't think of another reason that they went with exactly 300 yeah, quests. I'm just... But, banana um, bread. <laughs> fuck. I'm just sick of their more is better no matter what mindset. Yeah. I just don't like it. Uh, again, like with Assassin's Creed uh, 3, they went way too systems heavy and they put so much shit in it. Yeah. It was one of the worst. And it just looked like a... Just another one of those. Too many systems and too too many quests. And all the stuff I've seen yeah. individually looks pretty of high quality. The combat looks good. The cutscenes look good. I was like, this would be great. And I'd play it if it was 20 hours. But I ain't, yeah. I ain't touching it because I know it's 80 to 100 yeah so yeah origins like i didn't uh, i only played a few hours of origins normally you know through a normal progression Mm -hmm. and in that time i was like okay the main quest i don't care the side quests the five or six that i did literally every one of them was either someone being like hey go get this thing for me okay bye (laughs) and then you go get this thing and they're like thanks i love you bye uh or they say hey, can you go kill these guys for me? And then it's just like a little mini base with like six or eight enemies. And one of them's got like, you know, a gold bar around their name. And then you maybe free someone or loot a chest. Yeah. Oh, there was one thing. And then you go back. There was one thing I did like in Origins. There was almost like Tomb Raider-esque tombs because it was in ancient Egypt. Oh, yeah. The pyramids. Yeah, those were cool. Yeah, there was like 10 of those in the game. They were really good. I like those. I did a few of those, yeah. Um, but so after about five or six hours of playing that game normally, um, I was like, okay, I'm good. Because all you did was run around and kill, you know, it was like kill the enemies, kill the captain of this base, loot the chest. And that was on on varying scales, you know, because there were bigger camps and really small ones with only five enemies. But that seemed to be like 80% of the game. Mm-hmm. And... And I was like, all right, I'm good. But I ended up spending quite a f- fair amount of time with Origins in their, like, discovery mode uh, and just exploring that world, you know, pars- a decent amount through filming things for video stuff uh, that we did. And then, you know, another probably eight or so hours in their discovery mode, which they added in a few months after launch, which had... They basically disabled. It was it was the full functioning world with all the AI and everything, except they pulled out all the Assassin's Creed stuff, and you just got to explore it freely, and that was nice. That's a nice message. <laughs> Talk about interrupting my train of thought. Um, and uh, I I the world of Origins is quite amazing. Just, oh, you know, I love it. The, the, the art direction is spectacular. They they capture the grandiose, you know, sort of majesty of that setting phenomenally. And there's like so much unique art everywhere. Oh, so uh, good. And an incredible accomplishment of world building. And I came to really appreciate that aspect of Origins, even though all the video game parts of it. That's I my um. That's my favorite uh, beauty video you did was the Assassin's Creed one. Yeah. I quite like that one as well. There was well. so much yeah, in it was, that I missed, even though yeah. I was like, I played it for 50 hours and took things pretty slow. Yeah. That was a good world to just be in. Yes. And, and 
And that's a recurring theme, I think, of this whole talk that I'll keep coming back to is um, being in that world was a pleasure and, and the developers knew that uh, and they respected that. They didn't, like mechanically, systems-wise, pretty simple, right, Origins? Yeah. Um, you, get, you have your loot and you have your combat and there's stealth and, the, you know, and that's about it. Um, and there was lots of, there's an entire like huge area in that game that is literally just an empty desert with nothing in it, yeah. not even a fast travel point. And that's awesome. That that Origins, if nothing else, it, it seemed like the developers knew the quality of their world was high and they knew that people would just sort of enjoy being in it. And so they didn't beat you over the head with things. They respected downtime, mm-hmm. which was nice. Odyssey is the exact opposite of that in every way possible. What's mm, a um, busy work, I'm assuming. Odyssey is the most bloated game I've ever seen in my life. And it's like they're constantly, it's not just that it's bloated, which I'll touch on, but they're also doing the sort of Far Cry 5 thing where there's, uh, the game developers are like standing off to the side with, jingling keys and banging pots and pans <laughs> together always so you're so you never stop uh so that there's never a second of peace and quiet yeah they're just like constantly trying to distract you and keep you busy um i don't even know where to start with assassin's creed i played about 10 hours of it mm-hmm. and i have and i've been playing it normally no cheating or anything i've been a good boy oh ah. Um, I'm surprised. I've tried. I-, I tried to cheat, but cheat <laughs> engine go. wouldn't wouldn't work. Okay, I couldn't change my XP values. I was pissed. <laughs> um, so there, the map is bigger, substantially bigger. Shock. The there are th- AC Origins had 125 quests. Um, Odyssey has 300. <sighs> All of them that I have done are exactly the same as Origins. Shock. Every single one of them is just go here and get something or go here and kill these guys. Um, none of the writing or voice acting is interesting. Like, it's all fine. You know, it's hard. It's it's fine. Yeah, so some, um, and it, but it's it not, seemed all right. Yeah, it's it's fine, you know, but it's not engaging enough. It's not The Witcher, right? It's better than um, Far Cry. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not a high bar to cross, but yeah, no, no, like the, the, all of it is, it's, it's fine. It's harmless. It's, it's decent. It's, it's not super interesting, but it's not terrible in any way. Um, playing a lot of Odyssey, it was surprising to me. I didn't really understand the fact that this was the case, but there's really like the core minute to minute going around the map, things you do in the world is like really limited Okay. I, I was surprised when I realized that, like, literally all you do in this game is uh, these bases, you know, where there are, like, normal enemies, there's a captain, and there are treasure chests. Um, there are, there's one of those in, in, uh, in Odyssey, like, every 100 feet. Uh, and they're, obviously, they're, they're varying in size. Some of them are really big. Some of them are, like, a lot of them are really small, which is, like, six enemies. But that's like the only thing there is on the map. I feel like every time there's an ex like a question mark, it's either a cave full of guys, or it's a small base full of guys, or it's a fort full of guys. Um, boring as shit. 
I think the yeah. I think one of the gameplay mechanic things that I saw really put me off, and I hate this. I hate this in all games. I hate uh-huh. recruitment mechanics. I always okay, okay. have. Uh, let me get to there in a minute. Fuck, I I'll, hate uh, that. I'll get there in a second. I hate that shit. So that was so that gameplay loop, that like core moment to moment thing, which I didn't realize was the case, and I'm sure it was relatively similar to in in Origins, except on a smaller scale. Um, I, I was just surprised that there's like not much variety in what you do it's Mm. just like the the when you're just exploring the world you're doing these bases and then the side quests also also take you to these points and the main missions are just sort of more of that or the main missions sometimes are a little different you know because but that's there's those are pretty few and far between is there um, Um, any fighting animals because that was a big part of origins yeah, yeah, there's been a few. There, you know, there are bears. Ooh. <laughs> um, well, actually, no, that is another part of it. That Odyssey has taken a book, a page out of the Far Cry 5 book where there is never, almost never, any peace and quiet. Where everything in, in Far Cry, like, everything felt like, you know, there was, like, an explosion happening. And then there was a gunfight. And then there was a cultist fighting a bull. And oh, then a her- helicopter would crash. And <laughs> and that was just in, like, a 30-second period, right? You remember that? It was just constant. <laughs> just just clang the pots together. Never stop <laughs> clanging the pots together. Go, 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 go. Odyssey is like that now. It's like I was... <laughs> this is not like a bad the, thing. On the... Well, not a bad thing if your game is maybe 20 hours long and, and is deliberately ridiculous. Okay, okay yeah. Um, on the starting island, I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm going to wander around. Oh, see what this little spot is up here. You know, what this little town is, this little village up on the hill. And I walk up into the village. I'm like, oh, this is a nice spot. And then a fucking chicken attacks me out of nowhere. Wow. And two chickens just just come and try and murder me. And I have to cut them up in the middle of this town. And I'm like, god damn it, chickens. Now it is a Zelda game. walk out of yeah. yeah, and then you walk out of the town and, and a fucking bear runs at you and then three bandits run at you and you're like, just piss off, game. Let me be for five minutes. <laughs> um, so yes, there is animal combat. There's a, an early fight, that you an optional fight, that is against like an art, like a, you know how there's like the captain title, which is, it just puts a gold bar around their yeah. level. Um, they do that and it's for a boar. Yeah, there was some of that in Origins. And it's in like an arena, basically. It's in a swamp. And he, once you enter the arena, if you like leave the swampy area, it says like, you're leaving the fight. And this boar like can call in reinforcements. It goes <laughs> like, and like a stampede of baby boars come at Sick. you. And, and it was harder. Like I couldn't do it. I did like 1% damage to it at my, you know, we were at the same level. And it was like this fucking god tier boss fight against this <laughs> yeah. unkillable boar. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this game? So the moment to moment is exhausting because you're just doing the same fortresses over and over again. Um, there are, let me give you a, an idea of how far and how much I played. 10 hours, there are um, about 35 named areas on the map. Oof. And a lot of the times those named areas consist of like four or five smaller zones. Mm. I would say the smaller zones all have one or two of those forts, maybe three of those like encounter those sort of enemy bases. And so there's three of those in every zone and there's three zones in every area and there's 35 areas. So that should give you an idea of how many of those are hundreds. Um, In 10 hours, I have been to five of the 35 named areas in the game. Um, So that should give you an idea of how long it'll take to see. Everything. 100 hours lining up pretty well. 100 hours, yeah. 
Um, and then, so on top of the gameplay loop being boring, again, I don't think the combat's very good. It's it's fine at best. Yes. Uh, the AI is shit. I I've, think I've discovered an exploit uh, with, with captain enemies. If you attack them and then run up a wall and get on high ground and, and just start shooting them in the head with arrows, um, they just stand there and they do not move. <laughs> Uh, and so you attack them. I attack them once and then run up a wall and start shooting at them. And they just stand there and look at me while I shoot them in the head with arrows over and over again. Um, it's just respect, really. Just, they just respect you. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. so. God, he's amazing. Yeah. So I don't think the core gameplay loop is interesting at all. Um, and then in addition to it being a massive fucking game with 300 quests and a stupidly huge open world... There are like nine other systems that are stuffed into this game. Mm. Uh, the first one they introduce you to is the recruitment stuff, Ugh. as you mentioned. Fuck. Um, so uh, taking a page out of some other open world games over the last few years, um, they have more or less the Metal Gear Solid Five mother base oh, system. I, I even hated it in Metal Gear Solid Five. Hated it. It was bad there. Yeah, yeah. it didn't serve any purpose in MGS5. Um Still did so, it, but like, yeah, well, yeah. I feel like Assassin's Creed has Most, always been trying to squeeze in some weird like system where you train other assassins, and it's like, why is this here? I liked it in Brotherhood um, because but you they, could like call them. Yeah, they for actually reinforcements yeah, in the game. And, yeah, and you could send them out on uh, missions as well, and and Ugh. I like them in I like that in Brotherhood, but that was like the only other system, right? In Brotherhood, it was just yeah, the, thing, the, the normal Assassin's Creed game. To it? What's that? Wasn't there? I forgot. If there was in Brotherhood, year, I there was I, not not maybe not in Brotherhood, but there, I thought there was a year where they like did that base building BS so they could add a microtransactional piece, or maybe probably. that was just we'll, what they we'll did touch on the microtransactions yeah, in this game in a second. Yeah. Um, so the recruitment in this, um, you have a ship because there's lots of sailing around, and it's an Assassin's Creed game, which means there needs to be a boat in it now. Apparently, <sighs> I'm sick of the um, ship combat. I, I don't like it. The ship combat is identical to Black Flag, Ugh. where you hold down left trigger and then just pull right trigger and you shoot a volley it. of arrows. Uh, it's very boring. And so every enemy, or uh, seemingly every enemy in the game, you can scan them with your drone, Eagle, whatever its name is. And it gives you, shows you their special abilities and their level. And you can go up behind them and you can perform a non-lethal attack on them where you knock them out. And then you immediately wake them up. <laughs> These Sorry. are enemies here. These are enemies. You knock them out, wake them up, and say, you work for me now, go work on my ship. And they say, okay. And then they go and work on your ship. And it's like, what What sort of fucking magic powers does she have <laughs> to get that. these? I don't understand what's up with that. And then the benefit they give you is you can assign them to like a slot on your ship. And they'll give you like... 4% bonus to your hull health on your ship. Oh. And it's like, wow, 4%. Wow. Like, I already have 3 million HP because it's an Assassin's Creed game, <laughs> so I can't get killed in my ship. Um, And also, the ship combat in the 10 hours I played has maybe been maybe one hour. Mm. So there's this entire massive ridiculous system dedicated to that. There's an entire like political stability war campaign going on throughout the entire world. Every zone can be weakened uh, by killing like important leaders in the in the area. And when that ends, when you get it to a weakened state, you can begin this horrible mission where you either defend or attack 
and you go into this fucking terrible looking battle where there's like a hundred enemies all fighting each other and you go into that battle and you just kill things for five minutes until the mission until you win it and then you get loot and the the athenians win the war in that zone that and it's like okay so they that's in the game don't know why um there's an entire mercenary system which is essentially uh, a super lame version of the nemesis system from shadow of mordor mm. Uh, where you, I guess you are working your way up the mercenary ranks to be number one hot dog mercenary in, in Greece. Um, and I don't know what purpose the entire system serves. There's the, all of the mercenaries have like a, a, their own abilities or, and like some of the sort of procedural generation stuff that uh, Mordor had where it's like this one is weak to poison Oh, that's interesting. Um, but it serves no purpose. Killing them gives you nothing. Like, you might get a little loot from them. And you're just going to kill them and, the same way, probably, no matter what. And yes, I, I have not once looked at their stats. Um, I just come across them in the open world randomly and shoot them in the head with an arrow. Uh, and then they die. Oh. There was a system and, in Origins I really liked where there was, like, this subset of bosses called, like, the Fal phalax Ph phalactes or whatever yeah. yeah this is the replacement of that they were like these yeah. seven to like i remember eight nine like super bosses which were always tracking yeah. you down and that was great because they were terrifying mm. to begin with and eventually near the end of the game i could take them all down and it was like a really satisfying thing to go from and you got that sweet piece of art like armor set that looked like it fell out of destiny yes uh, yeah i like that system yeah yeah so this replaces that okay um and serves no purpose um and there were there were like you know probably a hundred mercenaries, oh. um, and they just seem to show up sometimes, and and then you just kill them easily like any other enemy. They're not difficult. Like on random occasion, there'll be one that maybe has like a pet lion. Ooh, sick! And and then you shoot the lion in the head because you, you like all, most of the mercenaries I've wandered across have they don't like attack on sight. Um, they're just in the world, and so I just walk up to one. From like 50 feet away, I'm like, oh, that's a mercenary. And then I just shoot them both in the head with an arrow and they don't even have time to trigger to come and attack me. Um, so that whole system is in the game. I have no idea why. And it lacks all the personality that made the Mordor nemesis system really good. Uh, which is, you know, you'd get, when the orcs would show up in Mordor, it would be like, a, you know, you get the little cutscene, they'd taunt you. Mm. When you kill them, sometimes they come back to life. Like there was a lot of, per it, the, that was a personality driven system. This has none of that, none of the personality. And then there's also a, a cult system in the game oh. where there are like 75 cult members and each of them has a series of clues you can find to reveal their identity and then you can go and kill them and work your way up the chain to kill the biggest, baddest cult leader in the land. And none of that seems to serve any purpose whatsoever either. Christ. Just, that actually they're, they're, sounds like, that sounds reasonably thought out. It sounds like an Elder Scrolls game. It's it's like an Elder Scrolls game with like seven unnecessary things pushed into mm. it that don't seem to tie together or serve really any purpose. Well, do you level up and stuff? And like I thought, I, I what's that? Do you level up? What do you mean? Like is there a le uh, like leveling the... system, like level, character level? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, there is. <laughs> uh -oh. Um, oh, yeah, so... Um, the leveling system in this game is uh, great. 
I mean, it's just like a, it's just like Origins. You're you're leveling up. Their level cap is like fifty or sixty, and um, all the content is gated behind levels, which is f- fucking fantastic. <laughs> um, I really don't like how they do this, where they show you the map and they they below the name of the zone they say what level it is, where it's like this is this level is you know this zone is level thirty to thirty five. Um, I really don't like that because when I open my map in an open world game, I like to look at the map when I first get it. I like to open the map and look at it and be like, oh, this looks like an interesting spot. I'm just going to go there and see what's there. Mm. Um, Whereas in Origins and Odyssey, I open the map and see, oh, this is all 50 levels higher than me. I guess I won't go there. Um, You know, whereas normally like in The Witcher, you get to Vel and I'm like, I'm going to go down to the south. And then you're just riding your horse around and then a fucking you know griffin comes out of nowhere and it's got a skull over its head oh, yeah. like oh shit i can't kill this i better run away but at least i got to see what was down there i don't like how they just put the levels on there because it just makes me completely uninterested in exploring um so yeah a lot of the stuff is gated behind levels um the mercenaries are all of different levels many of them are way higher level than you are the cult stuff is all actually actually level gated so at a certain point you can't just like kill the whole cult off you know it's not like the backpacks in spider-man where you can just go get them all mm-hmm. um they're all gated behind levels uh, and you never it never feels like you're getting more powerful in that game because uh enemy upscaling is turned on so you never are over leveling you you cannot over level in this game uh when you're fighting the enemies you they always scale the enemies up to your level so at the most you can fight someone that's a higher level than you or they're at your level which is no fun because um, rpgs are about getting insanely overpowered mm-hmm. uh and then you know just stomping on the level the people that are way under leveled under you and then they expect you to do all the side stuff uh to level up at an appropriate speed in that game uh because at about level 12 or 10 the story missions jump up by two level requirements for every mission basically and the only way to keep up with that level is to is to do all the story all the side stuff and that wouldn't be a problem if the side stuff was engaging yeah you know mm-hmm. uh like the witcher 3 you know most rpgs do that where it's like the next story mission is higher level than you are like the witcher and that was fine in The Witcher because, holy shit, yes, let's go do some side quests. You know, they're they're all unique and superbly well-written and, and provide so much insight into the world. I'm happy to go do the side quest. But in Odyssey, it's like, why would I do the side quests? They're fucking so boring. Uh, and so I, I'm, like, I tried to do, a, I wanted to do a mission last night, a main mission. And it's like, well, I guess I, I'm only level 13. I need to be level 15 to do this mission. So I just did side stuff i literally i'm grinding side stuff to do the main missions um i that could be made easier though if you went into their store oh yeah and bought an xp booster that gave you 50 percent bonus xp for two hours here's the thing yeah fuck that (laughs) um if you're gonna make a giant mediocre rpg or not even mediocre if you're going to make a giant rpg the the content needs to be there it needs to be engaging um putting a fucking 
XP, there are like seven different types of XP boosters you can buy. Like they're, you know, maybe 25%, 50%, X number of hours. There's a permanent one for $10, permanently increases your XP boost. What the fuck? Like what the, f- it's, it's a $60 game. And it's ad- and there's an option to buy a thing that lets you level up faster. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, they yeah. don't even care. Like they they built their game so big and they they know all the content is fucking boring. And they're like, oh, and we also designed it so that you only get, you know, a hundred or a thousand XP per quest and you need ten thousand to level up. And so like that ah, it just is so they're chasing The Witcher 3 so much, right, with this game. They started it with Origins, and they're, like, maximum chasing this The Witcher 3 with this game. There's dialogue choices. You can fuck everyone in the world. <laughs> uh, everyone's horny and ready to get down. Nice. And they're, they, they yeah. so desperately want to be The Witcher 3, right? And then and, and when I see the, the XP shit, you know, I see their store, I, at, at loading screens even, that say, you know, Hey, you could buy some sick gear from the store if you wanted for Helix credits, you know, only $10 to get this sweet new item. When I see them advertising for that shit and putting that shit in their game, it's like, you guys, you guys are so far from what The Witcher 3 did. Like, they're trying to imitate the king and they're like dancing around like a fucking jester the whole time. Like, and it's just kind of sad. Yeah, Ubisoft um, haven't have haven't had shame for a long time. No, I know I, they completely like all their games are full of this shit. But it's just like that's really the 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 saddest of it all. When it's just like like I see you want to make a game as good as The Witcher Three. That's a noble goal, and then you're selling XP boosters, you know, and like oh, you want time saver packs so you can get more money and crafting materials and better gear and skip all of our content. And it's like, oh, it's just so modern video gamey. depressing, yeah. You know, um, I feel like after the loot box crisis, we kind of moved yeah. away from that for a little bit. I feel like people were going for some good PR by getting as far away yeah. from that scummy stuff. But I guess people were like... Ubisoft just don't care. Yeah. Well, they, they were like testing the waters, like yeah. smelling the air, like, ah, I think people are yeah. over it. Let's give it another go. Yeah, and I mean, obviously none of it is loot boxes, mm-hmm. which is good. It's all it's all direct purchase. Yeah. Um, no, no gambling in it, which is fine. That's the better way to do it. But man, just the idea of seeing a thing like it's a mobile free-to-play game where it's like, oh, I've got a 25% XP booster on my experience bar for the next 90 minutes. And it's like, I better play all those, I better play that 90 minutes right now so I get my money's worth. You know, that it's like, so dumb. this is so depressing. Ridiculous. It's so depressing. Um, so yeah, I played about 10 hours of, of Origins and I, I really shouldn't play anymore. Uh, <laughs> shouldn't, he says. Yeah, I don't know if I will. I'm I'm very conflicted because I, like, there are times where it's like, ah, oh, this is kind of enjoyable, you know? Like, the combat's really not, like, the stealth, <laughs> there's a stealth ability where you can throw your knife from, like, 200 feet away, you throw your knife, and then you just teleport into the person you threw the knife and kill them, stealth kill yeah, them. Yeah, what the hell is up with that? You can just, like, warp around these bases and just kill fucking everyone in, like, five minutes without being detected. And it's like, that's kind of... It's kind of like mindlessly pleasant and enjoyable, you know? And there are moments where the world looks really nice. 
though there are very few and far between not this game does not have good art direction like origins had it's very there are times where i thought the game kind of it, i kind of thought about skyrim visually Ooh. and that's that's a ridiculous comparison to make i know but like there are moments where the world just looked kind of flat and boring uh it does not wow me in the way that something like odyssey or origins did, oh that's a shame yeah, the world is much less impressive. But again, I've only seen five of the 40 different zones, so who knows what what lies out there. Um, <laughs> like you said, Joe, if this was a 20-hour game, I'd play I'd play the whole thing. Yeah, me too. If, if they had if they had removed all the systems and just made like a, a decent little sort of mini RPG open world thing that was like 20 hours like this like they used to make with Assassin's Creed, um I would be down with it because you could if I squint and lean back. I can sort of be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, there's a good game. Okay, yeah, all right." <laughs> and then, and then I open my eyes shit. and I'm like, "Oh god, I'm gonna have a heart attack." Uh, <laughs> it's so exhaust. I have never been more exhausted playing a game. It's just so massive. It's it's so overwhelmingly like it's unfathomably gigantic yeah, and relate. mediocre. That's the thing: the mediocrity of the whole package. Relatable content. Like The Witcher Three was overwhelmingly huge, and but it was directed. that was awesome, yeah, and that was awesome because you you know you do a couple of side quests and you're like wow that was a good side quest, and then you look at the map and you're like wow there's so much to do here and I know it's all gonna be so amazing. Mm. Whereas the Odyssey, you're like holy shit, there's so much here and I know it's all gonna be mediocre. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's the most exhausting part of it, like. It's just a massive, massive pile of mediocrity, <laughs> and I can't, I can't keep doing it. I, th- I mean, I haven't liked a Ubisoft game pretty much this entire generation. They just make me feel sleepy, and, <laughs> and this is this is the epitome of that so far. This is the zenith of it. It's just like I can't. This is this game is fucking insanely huge. Yeah. Uh, I think it's off-puttingly Overwhelming. big. Yes, totally. Like hundred percent. I don't think people. I feel like developers for a long time have have had this mindset of more is always better, but people yeah. are just getting fucking exhausted of every game being seventy hours. That's why mm-hmm. like this period of AAA ness from Sony has been so nice. Like these little God of Wars and Spider Mans, where it's like twenty to forty hours. Such a comfy, comfy little zone. I really enjoyed having Spider-Man and Tomb Raider back to back. You yeah. knew you were going to get twenty-five hour experiences. That—that's my sweet spot. Just give me stuff like that. You can do a lot in twenty hours, like a lot. Sony's been good this gen about restraint. I think their first party. Yeah. Or if there isn't restraint, like God of War, like there's so much shit packed into God of War. Yeah. But it's really well executed. And really, and a lot of it really is thought out, like segmented and optional. Yeah, you can get through yeah. the game like th- probably less than thirty Fif- hours if you wanted to. Oh, you can like just do th- breeze through the main story in like fifteen or eighteen hours, you know. Uh, but wow, I Odyssey is just whew. yeah, just they just Ubisoft just like packing shit in. They think more is better, no matter what quality yeah. is. And I don't like that attitude at all. And chasing something like The Witcher, you know, which did quali- quantity, like 
Witcher 3 is fucking huge. But the quality is 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 what makes that game so good. Yeah. It's not because it's huge. It's because it's everything in that game is good. The smallest, like most basic quest in The Witcher 3, like in White Orchard, where you meet the old lady and she's like, oh, can you go get me pan, <laughs> she love? She pan, yeah. She's like this crazy old bird that's lost her pan. Oh, yeah, and that's that a good one. quest because it turns out like her pan was stolen by a spy who needed to write a letter and he used the, the coal, like the burnt on crispy stuff on the underside of the pan he used that to to make ink to write a letter and you're like great that that is a great little quest yeah. you know nothing like that in the witcher in in odyssey nothing no. everything is so bland um but there's lots of it just there's so much of it Joe. <laughs> there's so much of it <sighs> the last point is that if there is one thing that i have benefited from from odyssey especially and this has sort of been a building th- uh, building up accumulation of of trying to figure out why I don't like a lot of these open world games and why I think I'm going to like Red Dead a lot. I have realized that open world games, this is not, they don't need to exclusively be this, but I like when they they let you be for a while. They, <laughs> yeah. I like open world games that know they've built a good world and they're comfortable with not doing anything and just letting you it's confidence be in their world yes like many of my favorite parts in the or you know some favorite parts of the witcher 3 or horizon zero dawn it's like i just like wandering through the open fields in that game you know there's just a nice sense of place and tone and mood and quiet like it's you know, there's nothing going on when you're just wandering around on your horse in The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're just in the world and the world is beautiful and they know it. The developers know it. And they're confident to just let you say, to just say, hey man, just, just, you know, you just do you for a little bit if you want to. It's fine. Like we built our good world. You want to just let it be and just be there. Like that's good. And And so I'm excited for Red Dead because GTA or Rockstar rather are the kings of self-love and <laughs> yeah. admiration of their own product. And they are obsessed with building worlds that are just cool to be in. And I'm very much in the mood for that because I haven't had one this year. Uh, not a big open world game, that is. Where it's just been a pleasure to just sort of kick back and look at that world or just you know listen to the ambience of the world or absorb the mood of it. Uh, which Odyssey hasn't really had at all origins had you know origins did a good job of that i thought uh, yeah it was fine <laughs> origins knew its world was good yes and they didn't stuff in eight other systems to keep you distracted from paying attention to their world they they were you know like i said the open desert area where there's nothing to do like that that to me if if the team that made odyssey made origins that desert area with nothing to do in it would have had 75 quests in it. You yeah, know? I feel like Ubisoft are the um, last people to get the memo that says that yeah. just less stuff of a higher quality is is quite in right now. Like if you look at God mm-hmm. of War yeah. and Spider-Man, even Tomb Raider, even Shadow of the Tomb Raider had like four to five quests and like seven optional tombs. Just to make less stuff yeah. and make it good. So have they not figured yeah. this out by now? Probably because they keep making money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Their their games sell tremendously. The you first know, one like sold the well, Ubis- and that's all they need to. Hmm. 
Yeah, Origins was their best-selling AC game. Yeah, you know? Odyssey will probably sell well. Done. Odyssey will probably sell buckets. Um, you know, Restraint is a good thing. Yeah, Horizon is an Horizon is a Ubisoft game in in, in wrapper, right? There's towers, there's outposts. Yeah, but there's like six of them. Yeah, you know, there aren't five hundred. Um, <laughs> Like Ubisoft continue, they they make amazing like their world design, their artists amazing. Like there's so much shit just to build the the you know the patina or whatever. The, like they build mm. their world and it's beautiful and amazing, and then they just stuff it with a bunch of garbage. <laughs> and I, it's disappointing. It's been disappointing this whole generation where all these different games were like, man, look at this game. Like, this is so cool. Oh, fuck. The game is getting in the way again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ubisoft is what made frustrating me... at Go times ahead. because they always show, yes. uh, they show talent in so many different areas, but they just don't know how to bring it together yet. Yeah. And maybe I, I re- get there eventually. Maybe. I, I, I remember being a bit... F- <laughs> I don't know. I think I reached a level of frustration when Far Cry 5 came out. I remember reviewing yep. it and being a little bit annoyed because I, I just see moments of greatness. The- oh, man. The first, like, six hours of Far Cry 5, I loved. Yeah. The, like, I had an amazing time with the first few hours of that game. And the world uh, of Origins just- is unparalleled, in my opinion. Yeah. And then uh, they just... Uh, uh, and also, like, Odyssey, it literally has not been a year since Origins came out. Origins came out at the, uh, like, October 26th or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even been 12 months. And this is a game that's, you know, fundamentally very, very, very similar to Origins. Except it's, like, three times bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God there's no AC game next year because people are, are still going to be fucking finishing this game in 12 months. Yeah. That is very and, true. and you know they're going to do a year of DLC, so Jesus, good thing there isn't another AC game next year. Some people, I just, I'm fascinated by people who love the series because I know a few people who absolutely yeah. love them, and I and just, like, I just don't man, get it. I really liked AC last gen. I really liked them. Like, not for story. Fuck the story. AC two at the end of AC two, I was like. <laughs> I'm done. I'm never caring about an Assassin's Creed yeah. story again. See ya. But I played two and Brotherhood and Revelations and really liked all. Yeah, of me them. too. They were really comfy. Twenty hours, like good historical tourism. Yeah. Goofy, ridiculous combat, fun. Like they were fun games. And just this gen, I've I've just dropped off with them because I'm just, I don't know. I'm just exhausted. It's just them. one of those franchises which you can just take a break from. Yeah. That's what I did yeah. after Black Flag. Took a break. I skipped Unity, Syndicate. Syndicate. Yeah. And I was very close to skipping Rogue, Origins. I don't even know what Rogue is. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> and I'm going to be doing the same. I played Origins and I had mostly a good time. And I can see they're going to recycle the Origins format, if you can even call it a new format. But they're going to recycle that for a little bit, probably for a trilogy, like you said. So yep. maybe I'll come back in two Assassin's Creed if it's looking like it's something different. Yeah, they'll just keep doing the same thing until it burns but out. But I, like I never time. expect there to be one which I think is amazing. There'll always just be yeah. those fine games. Yeah. We've got environments. I, I they're think, fun to explore. Yeah. I mean, I think the last gen, especially AC2, was an amazing game. Yes. Uh, like it. You know, but that was a long time ago. That so that was where my question of Zelda. I was thinking about replaying. I was just 
thinking about older games after Odyssey, and I was like, I should replay Assassin's Creed 2 mm. or Brotherhood. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Because I don't remember a fucking thing from those games. 2 would be especially interesting. Yeah, like I have no memory of those games aside from really liking them. And, you know, they're like 15 hours. And I would be... Yeah, I, I'm curious to replay. I might replay one of those games. Might go back to AC2 eventually, you know, yeah. uh, just out of curiosity, just to see, like, what's what is it like? What's the loop like? Mm, that would be Does interesting. Does it hold up? Is it? Yeah, I, I'm because I pff, nothing, no memory of them aside from yeah, those were good games. Yeah, I remember really disliking the first one because it was yeah. I can't remember why repetitive something. It was very repetitive. Yeah, I. AC1 is still the coolest AC uh, conceptually, mm. not an execution. But, you know, this idea of, like, blending in with the crowd to learn info about the, the target. And then, like, tailing a, someone associated with the target, you know. And then climbing the building and scouting, oh, there's the target. And then you kill them and, and you do that, like, seven times. It was very repetitive, but a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, and then two was a massive step up. I just can't remember how. Yeah. <laughs> yeah me neither that's the thing yeah um also origins and odyssey i just don't like that they're called assassin's creed either because they just they're not assassin's creed games yeah but that's they're, you know you gotta sell it yeah no it's it's marketing it's branding whatever but mm. like i they could just like get I rid miss... of the word creed like assassin something else people would recognize mm, that yeah. i think yeah i don't even know how this ties into assassin's creed at all or odyssey because it takes place before origins and origins was the origins i have no so idea it's like, i have no fucking idea no, how it ties no, no into idea. anything uh you know just call it like history rpg number three you know <laughs> hundred because yeah <laughs> i miss the like stealthy historical assassination shit of ac yeah i know that's gone. That's dead. But thing is, I watched some gameplay of it, and it was just very aggressive. Uh, I don't yes. know how much of Origins you played, but you had to be sneaky in a lot of Origins because you could do hand-to-hand combat. But it wasn't really that good, and you would no. die pretty quickly yep. if you went into hand-to-hand combat against like a whole outpost. And I watched some people yeah, on Twitch playing same. it, and they were just oh, is it the same in this one? I would say so. Okay, fair enough. But there's like. A lot of combat. I, I saw know. someone doing an outpost, and they were just absolutely destroying people and taking a lot of hits. But maybe I was watching like end game stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I only your. Uh, we should stop talking. Your, <laughs> gear is, your gear is important in in Odyssey, and I wasn't paying attention to it, and I was getting destroyed by everyone, and they were taking like thirty hits to kill at my level. Uh, turns out gear matters. So if you spec in the right direction, yeah, you just destroy everyone. Okay. Uh, well, but like the combat is not good enough to. I can't imagine playing a hundred hours of of that combat. It's just. I am never going to play it. No, don't. I don't think. I don't think people. If you played Origins, you sure shit don't need to play no, this game. I've got much better you... at knowing what games yeah. I would enjoy, and I looked at it instantly. It's like no. Yeah, the only reason I played is because we got a code for it. Yeah, and, and I'll do you know some video stuff. Beauty stuff. There's good you know good people stuff, good beauty stuff for sure. Sick. Uh, but I look forward to that. Ooh, it's been a while since I fell asleep during a podcast, boys. <laughs> yeah, you should have tried playing that. Game. Yeah, I, I like. Jeez. It's really too bad because yeah, it, it's fallen so far from grace, and it's just yeah, they're they're yeah, they people can, love it. Like people can, are are enamored with Odyssey. Continue to saturate <laughs> their own fucking. They're, they're yeah 
Assassin's Creed won't kill itself. It'll assassinate it. <laughs> Assassin's Creed wasn't just killed. It you was know what the next reboot of Assassin's Creed is going to be? They're going to go back to the basics. They're going to go back to 10 years ago. They're going to go back to AC2. Like... And then they'll burn that out, and then they'll in twenty thirty they'll make Assassin's Creed Origins two, and it'll be you know the RPG reboot of the series again. Like they're never gonna, we're stuck with Assassin's Creed for the rest of our fucking lives. Yeah, probably. Yeah. What did? What else did you play? Nothing. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> what a month no, Jameson's had. Um, I mean Forza, but we should probably save that for a review. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Forza is my life force uh, being rejuvenated for um, sure. feeling positive things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yep. and destiny, which we don't need to talk about. Of course, uh, I guess, uh, I mean, good destiny is what I played last month. Yeah. Like, and I, exclusively. Yeah. I played like 120 hours of destiny last month. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> big, big, big uh, boy season for destiny's back. Yeah. Which is yeah. good. It's good. Yeah. Joe, there's a, a leak um, for the December DLC. They're apparently going to do the thing that you've wanted them to do, which is introduce a tier of weapon above exotic. Yes. I've been saying for like a year. Black, the, yeah, the leak is that it's going to be black black tier weapons God, I mean, from the it's black just, It's so obvious. Cool. Yeah. It's not even for me. Well, I'm... like everything in Destiny, you just have to give it, you know, like three or four years. Get there. <laughs> yeah. They'll get there. It's not, it's not even for me. Like, I'll probably never get one. It's just like... No, no. The whole... Uh, I'm, okay that's the rumor and that's a good i'll just say one thing i don't want to get back into destiny talk but like the whole conflict we talked about it in the last review thing is like balancing stuff between casuals and hardcore players so just fuck the casuals so just give get out of here losers just give the give the hardcores a super super ultra rare thing to look look forward to everyone has a golden ticket it's fun yeah that's that's pretty much so fucking simple doing they actually have sort of done that with um with the raid gear, there are curated bungee like so they brought back random perks on all the weapons with Forsaken, and you can get like a really good combination of weapon perks. Yeah. Right? And the the raid no, this is for the hardcore people, it's, right? It's not the same as like just randomly like, no, shooting it's not. someone a it's black engram like Ooh! you need that moment yeah. to be there. That would be cool. I hope that that's true. I hope that the you can get like black tier weapons and that they're super like when you see one out in the wild you're yeah. like oh fuck and when you see it pop up you see someone get one you're like oh you son of a bitch you just got that yeah like yeah. every RPG needs that yeah well they they have kind of turned exotics into that in Forsaken because they nerfed the shit out of drop yeah, rates for yeah but you always but... you just need one above you need extra legendary yeah, yeah. you need super duper legendary. maybe there's only like four of them and whenever you see someone holding one in the tower you're like holy shit he's got uh, the mega yeah. cannon I'm, there's one gun in the in the game right now. That's <laughs> I'm like so that. great. At Mega, Mega is my favorite metal band. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bad at names. <laughs> the big gun. There's one ga- gun in the game that drops from the raid from the last final chest, and it's like a super super rare drop. And the raid is only you know the raid is fucking crazy hard. So there is one gun in the game like that right now where we're at, when you see it you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, that's cool. It's called uh, One Thousand Voices, and it's a it shoots a beam of energy that then explodes. Cool. Um, and it's horrifying. There's also a bug with it right now where every now and then it, it like the gun screeches. Like it's a, it's a broken audio file. <laughs> and it's like blow your speakers out loud Ooh, and broken. The screams of everyone you've of, killed with it. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just call it a thousand voices. Ooh. Remember, man, Borderlands 2. I just remember the gun in Borderlands 2. There's a long quest 
to go on in Borderlands 2 and and, the, and it's like this legendary gun that's like it drives their wielder insane right and then they kill everyone and then they, they kill yeah. themselves and the gun goes on to a new owner and when you finally get the gun you equip it and you try to move and you can't you can't move while you're holding the gun and then you hold the trigger down and it goes <laughs> just constantly the, for every single shot and it just drives the user insane oh man you know what i'm gonna say I'm, I'm ready for another borderlands i'm ready me too me too mm. i i need another borderlands with i i love their dumb weapons that yeah. they get up to you know destiny's very self-serious their guns are cool and amazing but like Borderlands is fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Who, Borderlands was the example I was thinking of when I was saying that Destiny yeah. needs an upper, upper tier. Because I don't know if you remember yeah. in Borderlands, there was like this secret, almost white, silver tier of Yes. Gun. And I didn't know yeah, about yeah. it for Super ages. Yeah. Just because I like, I don't know, Twitter wasn't as big and I wasn't on the Reddits. Yeah. So I just didn't hear about it. And then I think one day I just came across it in the wiki. I was like, holy shit, there's another tier? And that was so exciting. Yeah. Every RPG yeah, Borderlands. I, I hope they nail up Borderlands 3. That, they don't need the to, world is ready for it. They don't need to it. change much. No, I. but I'm curious how they make a Borderlands 3 in a post-Destiny world. You know? uh, um, yeah, it might be a lifestyle game, might it? Hopefully, it's they stick to the sort of loot shooter Diablo 3 first-person shooter thing that they were yeah. looking for. Uh, yeah. We see Gearbox can be... Is Gearbox right? Yeah. It can be a bit strange. Yeah, Gearbox, Gearbox has not made a good game since Borderlands 2. Yeah. But, they seem to have gotten it right with Borderlands every time, so... <laughs> Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, I played a lot of Destiny, and then Forza and Odyssey came out on the same day, and boy, I could not feel more differently about those two games, so... Yeah. Uh, but we'll save Odyssey for... Or, uh, fuck. We'll save Forza for later. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, you should... Do you... Sorry to interrupt you, Ben, but you should uh, you should get Forza a try. It's free on Game Pass. Yeah. I may, I may not. I wasn't going to talk about it. Oh. Oh. Um. Okay. Uh, we, Joe, do you have any questions this week? Oh Anything no, I didn't ask? come up with a clever topic thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fine. This podcast, my AC rant went on long. I'll come. I'll come up with some really awesome topics for next time, because yeah. next time might be interesting. Because obviously, Red Dead will be out, and we won't be talking about Red Presumably. Dead, and that will be eating up a lot of my time. So there might not be a large chunk of games I played. Yeah. Good. <laughs> wow, rude. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> if you, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's been, this was a long. Like this one went longer than I thought. No, we. I wanted it to be shorter, but I'm tapped. You guys, ha- you guys played games, and I played Assassin's Creed, which is the equivalent of 45 games. So. <laughs> uh, if you enjoy, if you made it this far and enjoy uh, listening to us rant about games. Uh, Take a dip into our previous uh, podcast entries. And, they're fucking amazing. They're, they're, they're are so good, here. you guys. I mean, of all the six podcasts that <laughs> exist here on our uh, current plane of existence, uh, I mean, we're definitely in the top top six. Yeah. So, uh, make sure you check out uh, the previous, uh, previous entries. Make sure that you uh, hit like, follow, share, share with somebody else who you think needs a way of killing time because that's what I use podcasts for is if i know I like i'm going... putting them on and just staring at the ceiling mm-hmm. i will sit entirety. as close to a wall as possible yeah. and just look at it with my <laughs> big soundproof headphones on with the yep. lights off yep In- intense <laughs> concentration on every word absorbing yeah, it I all. Need to, 
Yeah, I could tell you 60 brands of microphone and their individual models because mm-hmm. that's all I fucking hear. Um, <laughs> if you enjoy, if you think anybody needs this type of severity in their life, maybe consider sharing the podcast with them as well. Um, just a, a thought. Uh, I'm looking forward to games coming back. I think our YouTube channel is also looking forward to games coming back. So it's, uh, you know what, October is going to be a really fun month for not only the Facebook channel, but also the YouTube channel. So if you haven't or do not know, we have a presence on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash defend the house. Uh, a lot of folks don't know that we have a, a lot of folks, a don't watch gaming content on Facebook anyway. Yeah. But, uh, a surprising amount of the folks who end up on our stream or are even regulars on our stream don't even know that we have a YouTube presence. And yeah, uh, the brands didn't really, they didn't merge the brands. They've kind of become two different entities, which yeah. makes sense considering what the YouTube product is. And yes. The That's true. Product is. But, I uh, will put up the um, review chat as a podcast in the podcast feed and link that to the few people on d- on the Facebook that like like hearing us cool. ch- chat about the audio only version. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll put it up Niche. on Podbean because might as well. Okay. Yeah. Some people on YouTube like listening to it stand standalone. Yeah, as well. mm-hmm. and it's good uh, because they can just plug it into their phone as opposed to needing uh, to keep a, a video app open. So, yeah. um, folks, yeah, game season's coming. Videos are coming. Again. More streams. Yeah. Content. Um, make sure you keep it locked right here, and we will see you next time.